Hello, hello. We're back. Yo. On the live watch, we're here. Spurs, Chelsea, at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Tristan, how are we feeling? At uh, what is soon to be known as Amazon Stadium or some abomination like that. Uh, I'm... I'm not feeling that great. The lineup has come out, and I actually really, I really like how it looks from top to bottom. Um, Eric Dyer is playing after picking up a knock last week, so I was a little bit shocked that he was in the lineup. But Christian Romero is the other center back, which I love to see. Sonny is back in the lineup, which I love to see. Uh, Delhi hopefully will play some sort of creative role today, which will be desperately needed up top. So the the lineup itself looks great, and I feel really good about it, but we are playing the team that just won Champions League and has looked like arguably the best Premier League club so far this season. So I'm a bit nervous, uh, but to really quickly touch on what just happened, we did we did just see a crazy match transpire. Uh, the ending was, was really something. David Moyes, who... Formerly Sabotage. seemed like the man who could do no wrong <laughs> at West Ham <laughs> brings Mark Noble off the bench yep. to take a pen. Uh, Mark Noble puts it in a pretty predictable spot. David, David De Gea was all over it. I mean, no, no shot. He knew where that ball was going the whole time. So West Ham dropped points. United get a very aggravating win, aggravating from the viewpoint of the rest of the league. Uh, Andrew, thoughts? Um I don't even know. Why, first of all, I don't even know why I ask you because, like I said before, you don't even know what it's like to have your team really struggle. Spurs would never have gotten a win like that. We would have never. We would have conceded a penalty, but that ball's going on the back of the net. So I don't know. I really. I mean, I, I knew it was going to be a difficult game coming into it. I was yeah, yeah. very concerned just because West Ham are in such good form, and um, we've obviously come off a loss against Young Boys. Uh, yeah, overall, I thought United played well. Like they were creative going forward. I mean, West Ham did a great job defensively. They nicked a lucky goal, in my opinion. And we, I mean, Ronaldo got on the end of one goal as well. So it was like, it was a scrappy game. Ronaldo scored again. And that was a great save. A great goal by Jesse to get us in front. Obviously, Luke Shaw can seize a penalty. David De Gea, the man that has gotten stick, steps up today. Saves a PK. Obviously, Mark Noble wasn't the best of takes, but I am <sighs> and ecstatic. And the rest of the footballing world ecstatic. rolls its eyes collectively yeah. at the same time. Arms thrown to the sky. Because we all, because you just said before they conceded the penalty, oh, the game was always going to go like that. And you're right. And the game went exactly how we thought it would. In the end, it still found a way to go exactly <laughs> how we thought it would, despite I, so everything. I was worried. Tristan, as this lineup pops up, you have to familiar familiarize me with your right back. Oh, and double they start. Emerson, Emerson Rayal. He was uh, picked up late in the transfer window oh, okay. from Barcelona. He was the guy Barcelona sold and sort of screwed over really hard, yeah. um, which that's a long list of players. But uh, we picked him up. He had a nightmarish debut last week against Crystal Palace. He was, he was marking Zaha, which is a difficult first task, you know, like yeah, that's a player really well known to the rest of the Premier League because of his trickery and his skill level and his ability to really put defenses in an uncomfortable position. And he had his hands full and, and really, I mean, we alluded to how good you look at you look at the match that they played. Zaha was one of the highlights. So clearly Emerson, right. Uh, right. his debut didn't go that great. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I always love to see when you sign a player, he immediately gets on the field. You know, it's aggravating when those players get the whole fitness spiel or you just don't see them for a while. So that's why I was glad Romero is in the lineup. Speaking of players, you don't see all that much of in a starting lineup. Keppa gets the call for Chelsea today in goal. Yeah. Mendy. I don't know. I th- is he injured? Uh, it could be. An, I haven't heard about an injury, but I mean, it could be that they had a midweek game. Yeah. I remember they're trying to rotate. I think keepers Tuchel, a little more. Tuchel was mentioning that 
something about I don't know if he was disappointed, but just it wasn't like he wasn't set to play today. And yeah, um, it's probably a smart move. But but here they come. Yeah, here they walk out. We have Chelsea Spurs. What do you what's your prediction on this game? Uh, I think I said a tie, but that was just because I felt sort of guilty about like not backing my team, which I kind of do a little bit too often. But I'm just in it to win each week, you know, and if Spurs aren't the favorite, I'm not going to. Tonga and Dombele also in the starting lineup. That's big. Uh, I had 2-2. Jalen had uh, Tottenham 1, Chelsea 3. Connor had Tottenham 1, Chelsea 3. And Andrew had Tottenham 0, Chelsea 2. Yep. So my good friends backing my club per usual. I mean, <laughs> oh yeah, something I've I've grown accustomed. I mean, to. I still think Spurs step up in these. I I just going with the fact that Chelsea are in such good form and defensively they're just not conceding anything. Um, but I still think Spurs like do they step up in the big games? Um, this is I think they will. They played well against City. Um, yeah, but but the back line. We always play well against City. We always find a way to beat City regardless of the circumstances. We've been doing that for like three or four seasons now. Chelsea's one of those clubs. Liverpool is one of those clubs. We really have a a hiccup when it comes to trying to beat. We haven't beaten Liverpool in like three. It's got to be three full seasons now. Yeah. There was that crazy game where Mo Salah scored that wild goal, where he just he was weaving through everybody in the box. He got fouled at one point. Harry Kane got he got a penalty like uh, late late in the game, like, and yeah, there's that right that, that was the last time that I think we got points against Liverpool. Yeah, that was a draw. <laughs> it was a long time yeah. ago. Oh, that was such a goal from Salah. And since ever since then, but, it's been Liverpool 2-1 to one, like every game with a Firmino winner. Yeah, love that. The, the nut punch that I never need that day, <laughs> but I, I always receive. Always get. Did you guys like my comments last night about Liverpool and Liverpool fans and their players? You two always find the funniest times to kick off. <laughs> I don't I know swear. where he I, came I from. I was drinking last night, but I was like, I, I know I, I need to because because I saw like a case. We were all post. drinking in our apartments last night or at our at our houses. I literally saw a Bleacher Report, and it was like. Keita and like Liverpool players lit up Anfield yesterday and it was like the Keita goal and I got so mad and I was like I'm texting Con I'm texting this just to start shit because I can't stand like <laughs> I, don't, I look down on my it's phone an exaggeration I look up because I'm cooking a, a roast and then I look back down and all of a sudden I'm seeing pictures of Tom Cleverly and his stats and I'm like what <laughs> the fuck like, is going on Andrew right now like, like 500 of them to give you guys <laughs> context to give you guys context yeah I don't need, was it the argument that that Tom Cleverly has done more for United than Keita has. No, for so Liverpool. Yeah, <laughs> that's think of a I, more niche like <laughs> argument I, than that. That's I, like picking two players' names out of a hat and saying you have to both have to pick a side and battle. I, I literally said at eleven twenty-two, Tom Cleverly has done more United than Keita has done at Liverpool. Let that sink in, Connor. And then I just kept sending in like gifs of, pe- of like funny stuff, and then pictures of Tom Cleverly with the with the Prem Trophy, and then the, the Community Shield. Um, but yeah, no, it, it's it's all fun and games. And I thought it was I thought it was like just a funny thing to send to the group. Yeah, ultimately his his argument p- was proved to be invalid just because Keita has offered more contribution. But. I would disagree. The season that we won the Premier League title compared to Keita, the season you guys won it, I think Tom Cleverly probably had more of an impact. He played more games. Like consistent amount of games, but Keita has more apps and contributed more goals. He has he had more apps in the in the season that they won the league. I would say Keita was more instrumental in the Champions League. Again, though, for everybody listening, it's not even about the argument. It's the fact that it's so ridiculous, <laughs> and they've you really could argue about anything in this game. You really could like. 
I mean, it's there's no shortage. You guys should just put that out into the ether on Twitter. I'm sure you start <laughs> some sort of and like. Then, yeah. I, I might, I might be like, who's done more for their club? Each week, I put out like, some random fucking argument. <laughs> I'll put like involving Connor, players like Nabi Keda and Tom Cleverly and pit them against each other. I'll put like Connor slash Andrew argument. I who's done more for their club? I 100 percent threw Fred into the mix because Cleverly has contributed more than Fred has, and Fred's a regular starter in this United challenge, title challenging side. I mean, you can't put quotation marks around it. <laughs> yeah, Connor, that was pretty backhanded. You managed, you managed to make everything you just said sound super backhanded. You made it seem like player. We have all players like Fred all over well, in he the areas plays. of the pitch. Look, yeah, I don't agree with it. Really quick, he has no But like Keita plays, and people think that he's like the best midfielder ever at Liverpool to ever grace the pitch because he scores one banger. No one ever. That was a great banger. goal. You're that was probably that the goal of the weekend. No, I just think that's blowing part, that totally out that's, of proportion. That's part of the Liverpool fan base. Before it's, we begin, we should each talk beers. Yeah. And you know what? Before uh, before we do that, we should say thank you to Allagash. Allagash Brewing Company. Yes. We had a cool little uh, back and forth with Allagash. Yeah, we attacked them in a video, and they were so cl- kind enough to send us a little care package. We haven't got it yet, but we're, I mean, I'm looking it's for on it. The way. It's on the way. They, they DM'd us, said, what's your address? We'd love to send you a little something. I'm thinking, you know, we interact with a lot of breweries. And not any of them have been that personable. No. Not that, and you know what? It sounds like we just want free beer, which is like, it's no, nice. It's yeah. not it. I don't, I don't no. care. And you don't have to send us anything. It's cool that if a brewery reaches out and just says, oh, you know, thanks for the mention or whatever the fuck, you know, anything like that. But Allagash really went the extra mile. Um, so we got some, yeah. we have some beer coming. And it's just like, yeah, like obviously no one's going to turn down free beer, but just the fact that our efforts finally landed and they yeah. landed with Allagash, yeah. which is. Uh, that's like a well. That's one of the most well-known names in yeah. in the Northeast and maybe even in the nation. Like that's what is it? My right? dad was pumped. It's a Belgian white, right? Belgian white is Allagash white. Is, is the yeah. like it's, it, it's uh-huh. in every bar you go to yeah. at this point. In Haunted the House was the beer that I was drinking that right. I shouted out, which I also think is very good. So yeah, yeah. we we just had it on Monster Jam. Yeah, <laughs> I just realized, guys, Grave Digger was about to yeah. tear it up. <laughs> we didn't have the game on for like a hot two minutes because. It's not on NBCS. You know what? Jack. Let's watch Monster Jam. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to a couple Monster Jam shows. I've been to Monster Jam. That does not surprise me. Yep. Uh, who's your favorite uh, vehicle? I was that a has gra- a human I, name. I was a grave digger guy. Grave digger. I was a grave digger guy. Classic. Grave digger it's already was, uh, three nothing Chelsea. Grave digger was the man back in the day. My brothers, I forget, but it was a pickup style, not the like cab off the back. I don't know how to describe it but he was unstoppable show. but anyways well what was the rules that if it's just you could did you have to make you all the wheels needed to be the same size can't you just make a bigger truck than the other trucks thusly making the, the th- most th- difficult to stop truck there yeah. had to be some sort of but rules. it has to be like dude they like they like jump those things and stuff so you might not want it to be <gasps> oh oh my goodness they might not want it to be too large but uh, I think it's like how much flare and damage you can do in a certain amount. Of oh, oh, wow! I mean, what did LaSalle be that do? as it may? Spurs have started on the front foot. This is the most. I was going to say it as this is like, the most possession Spurs have had all season. That, but it's also the most creative lineup I've probably seen out of Spurs in three it's years. Just, I think it's the lineup that everybody wanted to see. I mean, I, I I think people were starting to run out of patience not seeing Romero, our star center back signing. Yeah, who has been into trouble with, with the COVID rules and there's been a lot of, you know, inconsistencies there. But I mean, overall he's looked pretty good, looked fast and physical, good good playing the ball at the back. Good to see Dyer back in. Like I said, he had picked up a pretty serious looking knock last week, so he's back in there and he's been playing great. So 
I don't know. I I had a, a decent look at that view, that stadium. I had a, I had a good feeling looking at the the starting eleven. But yeah, who else? Stadium. You have Ndombele, Delhi. Ndombele is getting Lacelso. a start in the midfield. Lacelso's out there, forward thinking player. Kane. It's a positive lineup, and, and I think it's one the fans will very much look look forward to seeing. I think that just shows that like Nuno, Nuno now that he's already has terrified these, for his job. No, that he has these players at his disposal. Like he might as well go chase this game. <gasps> That's it, a foul right there. Oof. There we go. That's good real estate for the Uh-oh. free kick. For Who are you Spurs. putting on it? <laughs> Regulon? Uh, a couple things are going to happen here. I'll tell you what they are before the free kick is taken. Eric Dyer is going to put this ball five feet over the crossbar, or Harry Kane's going to blast it directly into the face of the Chelsea line. So I would... Yeah. Wouldn't... We Eric, don't have another option. We don't have another free kick person. Is Eric right Dyer supposed to be Maurice, your, like, your finesse <laughs> free kick taker? Is that who he's supposed to be? I mean, he's not supposed to be our finesse free kick like, taker. But like, he, he has he's like, the best option. He, I, he can take a free out kick. Out of selections, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Like, if, like Lucas Moore is a more skillful player, but if you had to pick between who's going to take a free kick, Moore or Dyer, you'd go Dyer. Dyer has he, the dip. He has he's a got a decent... He has it's, the power it's the close dip. range shots that he's not as good. Dyer is better, actually better from long range because he right. can take a longer, flatter that shot. But this is like a... Yeah, yeah, this is really more of a... I'm surprised as he kept a start. Honestly, I think you should let Sone take set pieces. He has the best power finesse shot on the yeah, team. Yeah, he does. P- possibly in the league. When he's running, when he's running with the ball, he he like curls. Like Los Celso's the other one standing over it. Those but fucking shots. I have to think he's just a dummy for the line right now. I think is he left footed? Yeah, he is. But I think this is still ball. Kane can go to the top left here if he can get it over. He's gonna drill the ball. He's gonna do. He's it. gonna hit the line. He's, he's gonna, gonna hit the hit Chelsea right line off, really hard in the head. Right off Lukaku's big bald head. Oh, yeah. Different different guys. You now, called it, Tristan. You called it. I did call it. I've seen them play here and there. But again, it's not a, a terribly difficult call to make. I mean, if you watch Tottenham play two games, they don't get a lot of free kicks one. But when they do, that's... Also, how are you going to go to the goalkeeper side and still hit the wall? Uh, Connor, I, if they could have you out there and a Spurs kid taking free kicks, that wouldn't be the worst thing. <laughs> like Odegaard scored a great kick. He, w- he was trying to go to the right. Talking of mediocre players taking free kicks, Odegaard had a great free <laughs> kick yesterday. <laughs> Uh, nah, he did indeed. Wait, what was the he score did. of the Arsenal game? One, one nothing. Nil. He bailed them out. One nothing. Yeah, that was the goal. Okay, yeah, that, makes that sense. was it. Um, it was a great free kick though, and it was a close range free kick like that where I think he re- like he took some off. Where of you got to get dip on him because you're up close to where the goal is. I mean, I was talking with a coworker in one of our group chats online, and I asked screen. about um, like what he thought about if Arsenal didn't get a result. Like, what would Arteta's future look like? We talked about that in the last podcast. Um, he said, "I think the only." The only way he's gonna be like considered being fired if it's relegation. So <laughs> that's a little. I think if Arsenal were hovering still around Christmas in like ten, eleven spot, I think that's rights to get sacked too. I, again, I just think there's just there's not a great selection of managers right now, and yeah, I think Conte has been a name that's been hovering around that club for a while, but I think because it hasn't really been more of a development, like I just don't think that's a move Conte would make. Chelsea it look like they got a good counter going here. Kai's Not really a move that would make. I got a lot. What is it? The Howlers podcast at Gmail? Yeah. Doing some administrative work. I probably shouldn't say the credentials. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jeez, Connor. Well, while you do that, I'm going to talk about my beer. Nonchalant. Oh, yeah. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, we did. We never did that. Um, we really sometimes have a difficult time talk staying about on task. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Exciting news. So this is uh, Funfetti strawberry cake style. I can feel my dad's eyes rolling. <laughs> knowing that his son is drinking a smoothie beer right now, but that's very much what it is. It's frothy. It's a smoothie uh, fruited sour from Oozlefinch Brewing in Virginia. 
Uh, but it's very good. Oozle Finch. Yeah, Oozle Finch. We've oh, we've had them before. Yeah. 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 You've had, you guys have had Oozle Finches. They shouted like us out. The little weird giraffe. I'm not sure how they it. make their way up here, but I'm glad they do because they have a very diverse selection of beers. The place drink, right up the street from me is... Their beers poured morning. into a glass is an art. It's so oh, like, yeah. beautiful because of the, all the smoothies and everything. I'm drinking Mighty Squirrel. We're waiting for your DM. Um, we'll keep waiting. Okay, okay. Mango Lassi Sour IPA. Brew with mango, peach, and That's lactose sugar. It's really, really good. Very good. Um, very tasty. Very champagne-y, in my opinion. Uh, but I like it a lot. So, good morning drink. I'm going to be getting ridiculed by Tristan again because guess what? Because guess what? You have another cider on our beer podcast. Yes, I do. And it's a it's, red card. It's the same one. Um. <laughs> yeah. right, Any minute now. Here. Wow. It's, uh, keep us waiting. Oh, I know the name of it, too, when I see it. Storm Along, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Light of the Sun, uh, hop cider with citra, eucanut hops, and guava. Mm. Guava. Oh, it does sound pretty good. This Ooh, is that same one that was drier and not too not sweet at all. Maybe this is the this is the game that good Harry ball. Kane scores in. Kane. Here we go. Let's make a turn and shoot, Sonny. Oh, too much. <sighs> God damn it. Oof. All right, so it's all right. We're looking good. That's not gonna work. Is and it? I love to see the smile per Spoiler's usual. He's looking good. So I'm looking handsome. Do you have the Gmail on your phone? Yeah. It's gonna send a security. Code. I got it. Don't worry, fellas. I'm on it. See, if we had Michael Davis here, he could be doing all the administrative things. Hopefully, he's just, just soon. For comments, yeah. yeah, as soon as his season finishes, he himself has a season to worry about. Exactly. And then yeah. he has another season, which is the Howler season. <laughs> the season, the winter season is which gonna be is packed. It's going to be crazy. More strenuous on the liver, less strenuous on actual muscles and working out. Yeah. Right. But we're excited to have him. There you go. Have we made that formal announcement? Uh, I mean, sort of. On well, t- I guess Instagram. I just fucking did. Um. Yeah, I mean, that should be very helpful. Michael Davis is our executive producer, head of... T- well, I guess, did we have... <gasps> Bullshit. Um, did we have a title for him? Producer. Producer? <laughs> executive producer? Executive producer. Michael yeah. Davis, shout out. Yeah. Spurs fan. He's probably... It's he's hoping for a win right now. Intern Michael Davis. <laughs> <laughs> We're all interns here. Yeah, we are all interns here. This game's got a bit of liveliness to it. Pretty wide open. Actually, Spurs have been on the front foot. I actually prefer to not be the team on the front foot early on in the game, but because uh, that almost never pays off. But looking okay here. This I, lineup's starting to, to you know show up a bit. I definitely think that um, I think that this is going to be a scrappy game because I mean two London rivals, yeah, big clubs, a lot of history together. Saw a lot of footage this week of the year Leicester won the league and Spurs had their last game of the season against Chelsea a game that they lost to Chelsea, and it was the last 20 minutes was just like an all-out brawl. People were getting reds. Eric Dyer, to no one's surprise, was in the middle of everything. It was... it was. I mean, these the two London clubs don't like each other, and that's how all, all the London games are. Yeah, that's true. That's right now, true. Crystal Palace is the king of London, technically. <laughs> yeah, after that thrashing last weekend. Yeah, after that masterclass performance. I mean, Liverpool came in and just did their job. Oh, dear God, what a, what a touch. Uh, right, Any I'm comments? Anything? I, so I don't know how you get uh, actually. So usually I watch from my personal account. This is probably better. That way we don't uh, have to look at each, look at each other. Connor's like usually I'm commenting. Yeah. From my fake burner account about how much I hate you all. <laughs> Liverpool fan. Liverpool fan, not Na- Connor. Nab- Jeez. Nabby Keita's king. Yeah. <laughs> Nabby Keita is king. Moving the ball well here, Chelsea. Ten minutes, twenty-two seconds into the game, zero-zero. Oh. This oh. is this is a debate that we were had to talk about. Um, best African player to ever grace 
the Premier League. Jalen's not here. Drogba. I know he wanted to be a part of this conversation, unfortunately. Um, Gotta be Drogba for me. We can talk about it again. We can ask him on, on Monday or Tuesday when we pod next, but for me, it's Drogba. I know Salah's in the mix. It has to be Salah. Obviously, I'm going to say that. He's going to surpass Drogba by a huge number on goals. Mm. No, it's Trophies, it's, though. A lot of trophies for Didier Drogba. Which, do you know, he's he's won both Champions League and Premier League, correct? More than once. More than once. For uh, Premier he's League. He's won a couple, he's won two or three Premier Leagues. FA Cups. Um, I think it's more difficult to win the Premier League nowadays. Yeah. Okay. Well, still then Champions League? That I hate that argument sometimes. It pisses me off. It's like, oh, it's a harder What's league. What's the now? argument? Like, it's clearly state the argument before you two. The argument it's like Man City has been the argument, Man City would have wiped the floor. The argument is that like that he's playing in a hard is playing in a harder league now. That wasn't what you is. just said. The it's harder to win Premier League now. than what? Than it was now. then. Than it was back then. then okay. So Chelsea. not comparing it to another trophy, but so like the time frame. Yeah, you're saying that Drogba has a number of well, then like like, Premier Leagues but that then, he won, but like it was a different league back then. There were still there was still plenty of quality in the league, and that's if you're going to say that about that, then there's no point in having like the debate of like history, like players in history that have been the greatest and still are the greatest and compete are like in the same category as the players we're talking about now. Well, there's still there's still a reason to have that argument, but I just hate just, I don't like com- that argument. You're comparing titles, so from that aspect of things, like. If you're going to compare titles, I mean, like it's a different league now. You you would say this league that we're in today, is I'm not saying, just as easy to win. I'm not saying it's just as easy, but to use that as that know, argument is just like like it, if it, you're if taking away, you're case, taking credit away from the player that the year drug is. If you're going to say that, no, I don't think that. There I you are. You're saying that it's no, an easier league. So I mean, he scored Manchester more goals United won to. how many titles and how many years? That's something that will never happen again. And it's yeah, because it won't. the it Premier won't. League was a youthful league. It was new. It was getting commercialized, and it's nowhere near as strong. It's nowhere. It was nowhere near as strong of a league as it is today. But I don't think that's why Salah is better than Didier Drogba. No, that's why. That's why I'm saying that you have to discount the number of titles that or Premier went, League titles that he won. Well, what about titles in general? FA Cups. Champions yeah, is the leagues. FA Cup harder to win no, I would now say that, than it is back then? But I would say that doesn't play as Champions League's probably harder to win now than it was back then. Would you say that as well? I don't I know. Mean, there's some great there's some great European teams then, like the AC Milan's, Inter Milan, uh, Madrid. Like that was that but, was when the Galacticos was but like. I think that's why you have to like early wait, 2000s. I think that's why you do have to weigh stats a little bit more than titles. Other than Drogba, other than Salah, are there any other players that either of you guys would shout? At least at least for the sake of discussion. Um, Demba Ba, maybe? <laughs> I would uh, put yeah, Demba yeah, Ba. Yeah, yeah, Torre is one up there. Where was Papi Cisse from? Was he... I think he was from yeah. Senegal. Was he? Yeah. Cisse was pretty good. But uh, don't know I'd call him the best I think African S- Premier League S- rapper. Michael Sadio Mane is going to be Mane's con- got to be up there, too. Essien's in that conversation. Essien's up there. And I mean, um, you have to, like... Harry Salah, Kane. Salah has... <laughs> Salah is what? Throw him in every argument. <laughs> Salah's three goals off of Drogba now, and he plays from a wing position like he's okay. playing wide Spurs have a bit of sauciness to them right now uh, target but also I mean this is this can be an argument as well I mean you look at Chelsea's system and Mourinho was there it was like his system was defensive and he still was able to get the goals he does Spurs Liverpool play a way more attacking um, system than Chelsea did when Mourinho was met was at his peak with Chelsea I don't know I just think I mean attackers are destined to get goals um and he got a shit ton there while playing in a system that was more defensive, defensively mind, defensive minded. Yeah, but Salah's like game to goal ratio is just phenomenal. 
I think that he's done it in probably less time than Drogba has. He's also won a Premier League, oh, gone to two Christ. Champions League finals. So like, I don't think going to a final makes you. I think if you win it, then it makes a difference. He's won one Champions League. Don't use don't say he's been oh, to two no. Champions League finals. Oh man, I mean that's a factor. Okay, wow. Big, big, ben Gibson's ben, ben Gibson's been to one Champions League final. I'm not like yeah, but he's not Mohamed Salah. Bro. I'm just saying like that's just don't say that like. He's I won. Think, he's I, won one Champions League. Drogba's won one Champions League, and he league, actually scored the winning goal. goal. He scored the tying goal. Salah, and, and the winning Salah penalty. was the leading and the, goal and the winning penalty the and league. the winning penalty against Bayern Munich. Mm. A scary Bayern Munich by that too. Salah scored a penalty in the Champions League final too, bro. Like Drogba we, scored the the tying goal to take them to extra time and then score the winning penalty. Salah scored the winning goal because we beat Spurs two 0 and his one was the one that we also put played Spurs. Spurs. Yeah. Easy. Okay, well, look, the no Champions offense. League is the dip, most difficult. By, When's the last time United went to a final? I'm not talking about United. I'm talking we about Chelsea. Beat Spurs. You, you can't beat discount Sp- a team you, that's in the final. You, you beat. You, yeah, we look beat Barcelona. Played, look who Chelsea who, played when Didier who, who did we was beat there. on the okay. way? We beat in two legs. We beat Barcelona and Bayern. Chelsea beat Barcelona. Okay, on so the did way. we. On the way. We were down. And beat a harder team. We were down. A better, team in, the, a better we were, team in the final. We were down. Didier Drogba. We beat Bayern, the best team in the world. Didier Drogba was the player that beat Bayern. Well, that whole, we club, whole team did, but like he was, we beat Byron. He too. was a difference maker. We I can't even tell what either of you are arguing team. about anymore. Your your arguments take so He's, many lefts and rights that, and after three to four minutes, it's actually impossible to tell what the original topic was. Sorry. Which is why I tried to make you guys clearly list it out at the start. But per <laughs> usual, we're in like fucking thirty other lanes now, arguing over who. Look back to the game at hand, if it's, we can. It's nil nil. <laughs> Nil nil. We'll get Jim in this argument. Chelsea had a good. He'll agree with me. Yeah, you know he's going. Who do you think, Tristan? Who's I your? don't. I, I. It was uh, again very really difficult for me to even see what the argument was at that point. At the who's end. the best? Who is your best African player in the? I Brazil? said Drogba. Might Drogba. as well reconsider at the end of Salah's okay. career. What? Might as well reconsider when Salah's retired because he's going to have fifty more goals. Okay. Drogba. Liverpool it, fans. It is crazy in within a, in a league that's so rich in history that Salah is like up there in in. in conversation i feel actually very fortunate to have been i mean obviously not as a liverpool fan it's tough but i don't know i when it, whenever there's a, a a modern player that's in discussion as like a, a premier league goat i just feel like it's it's that's not always a common thing you don't always right. get to see those players in the prime i never got to see skulls play i never really even got to see rooney in his prime honestly so it's like I, any yeah. anytime we're treated to a player like that even if he's not playing for my club i mean it's always difficult to compare current players to those that are legends as well. Like you, you face that obstacle when that's, try- always, that's what we talked about before. Yeah, that, like that's what you face in trying to compare Kane to like the likes of greatness. You know what I Alan mean? Like Shearer, they like just, that. but like yeah. if you look at Kane ten years from now and you look back and you're like, holy shit, that guy scored a lot of goals. He like, couldn't even walk in a straight line ten years ago. <laughs> I mean, he really looked like a newborn deer. <laughs> There's still newborn deer aspects about him. That's kind of what makes him such a fun player for me to watch is it actually doesn't physically look like he should be getting the, the success and goal scoring ability that he has. His raw talent to find a corner, any of the four corners is just to me insane because, again, he just, you know. He doesn't look like that type he's of player. He's not smooth. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, he's all these other strikers, a lot of them are so are such small players. They're already so low to the ground that it's their balance is already just an, a naturally an easier thing for them to attain. And Kane does not have yeah. that luxury. Yeah. He looks like a police he's, officer. Look, he's, he, he <laughs> As does. we found out. That literally, that bleacher report was so funny. Get in. That video was hilarious. He also sounded like Kane. Yeah. He had like the same deep voice. It's like the, bone, the bone structure just makes your, yeah. makes you sound like that. It's, uh, I love when there's like a doppelganger from, from, from like players like the Bruno Fernandez, Fernandez one is hilarious too. 
I mean, while this game is sort of still growing into itself, and we're going to obviously have the podcast this week, but a lot of a lot of good action from the weekend. Brentford get a massive result against Wolves. That was crazy. It seemed like they were headed in the right direction until yesterday. Norwich could go the full season without winning a game, I'm starting to think. Yeah. What was it? Fifth, how many points was it that he... What 15, was it? It's 15 games. 15 games. Yeah, with no points. Yeah. So that's stemming from last season. That's what did they lose? Like how many games did they lose? I just don't. You know, Delia Smith, who's the owner of Norwich, did this interview where they talked about Daniel Farkey a lot, and she said, you know, I don't know how anybody could hire a manager and then sack him the first time they get relegated. Like you have to give somebody a chance to get acclimated, even if even if they finish in the bottom three. But here they are, back up, and here they are in the same position again. So Especially because you look, you look at like them in the Premier League like a couple of years ago, and like. They, what is sacking a manager going to do? You're just going to go down and maybe come back up, and it's going to be a repetitive system over and over again. Yeah, it's yeah. Like nothing's going to change. Yeah, and it helps keep your identity, which is like something that every Premier League team needs a lot of. Um, you need the pillow. For you need some back support. Oh, dude, you know, we talk about posture often, and it's not happening today. <laughs> for once, the long arm pays off. I can grab something from my room. It's like a, one of those like movie theaters, like those like weird, at the half the arm things. Yeah, at the half. We, uh, I'll help. Man. It's the first time I'm happy I got the extra long one because up until now this has been nothing but a nuisance. Yeah. It's just extra like length. I'm buying one um, this week. I got Moving my paycheck. So, oh, oh, oh here oh. we go. Regulone. A lot of green. A lot of green. Oh, so Lo Celso's across. Put up across. Oh, oh, that's just a poor ball. But that's that good. Was not that, a good. Ball. That's a good track back from Rudiger. I was kind of hoping Regulon would take a shot there. He had, there was a more of an offensive aspect to his game that I think was advertised when we signed him. Look, I'm not. <gasps> Keppa. I'm not upset with what we've gotten. I actually think he's been one of our brightest players the last couple seasons. Um, but I do, I do wish there was more of an offensive aspect to his game. Sometimes I want to, I want to see him take a rip. That's a really good play oh, from that's Spurs. That's a tight line, but he did well though. Yeah, I feel like his run. Oh, I feel like I feel like his not a good enough ball. Though, offensive right. game was so good at the beginning of last year. And yeah, when things went bad with Mourinho. It kind of just dropped, and his form dropped, which is unfortunate because he's so talented. Yeah, but um, he didn't seem like a player he, that Mourinho necessarily meshed that well with either. Nuno definitely seems like somebody who could get on with a player like Regulon in an easier way. It's crazy how you see players that coaches sign that you think like, oh, this is going to be so, they're going to be like so close, like it's his player, but then like you see as time goes on, as season goes on, things get tough. The manager, the player relationship gets like worse and worse, especially with the ones that they, the ones that they wanted, like he wanted that Regulon. guy right there is a good example of what you just said. Well, it's different because they didn't sign Delhi. Like he signed Regulon. Right, right, yeah. But just, like in terms of how many arcs he's had, and in, in terms of relationships with managers, it's really it's, when, when naturally you're going to go through that when when your club gets a lot of managers. But at the same time, I mean that is, that is such a difficult aspect of it all. Yeah, a hundred percent. Because how many coach did you, how many coaches did you guys have playing LSL? Did you only ever have one? I only had one. I had two. You had two. Was it? Did you find that to be a difficult adjustment when you get a new coach? Uh, I never found it to be too difficult, but you can see how it really impacts a program with like loss of recruiting structure. Because um, like obviously you don't have like an infiltration of recruits when a coach leaves, so then you kind of have to start from cr- scratch. Obviously, pro clubs don't have to face that because they can buy players, but like because they have players bought last season and spent a boatload of money and then there's a new system and those system those players don't fit the system i could see how it really like throws a wrench in things you know what i mean yeah no doubt it, it's there's there's definitely a lot of similar aspects when it comes to like even 
the amateur level, the college level, like things get thrown off no matter who's coming in. Like who, like if it's a manager change, a coach change, it's going to affect anybody, even at the professional level. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with how Spurs look so far. Granted, there, there's a layer of danger in saying that because Chelsea could score the moment I ever say that. But True. right now they look really aggressive. They're playing with a lot of confidence. There's I, a lot of passing that I have not seen. There's, a, I mean, long. We we got to work on the long balls. That's still sort of play, playing out the backs a bit shaky. But the passing's been really good. We are forward thinking right now. We look fluent. We seem to have been. We catch. We're catching Chelsea on the back foot like a couple times. So Kane still looks lazy. Yeah, he's stagnant. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's... Everyone else is working. <laughs> but before, fucking, yeah. working. before I put in a criticism, maybe maybe he's still sort of... There's a lot more offense in this lineup, so now maybe he's sort of trying to see where he best fits in based on what the game is asking for. Is he like, am I going to... Should I stay drop back? Should I start to move closer to the goal? He's pretty far back right now, so... But playing in that distributive role that he's yeah, flourished see. in. I think I told you. I think Spurs are going to step up in this game. They do in the big games all the time. They play well. well. Don't you guys, Andrew? Hate that's each not other? the score you predicted. It does. Well, yeah, but I, I seem to be the only person who thinks Spurs can get anything out of this well, game. I'm not saying that they're going to win. I'm just saying they're going to play to the standards. <laughs> you think they're still going to lose, but they're just going to show up. They're going to play well. Yeah, they're At not going to. They're not going to like play poorly. They're going to fight for the win. But I think Chelsea just have the extra quality and the manager yeah. tactics to get the win and keep keep the clean sheet. But I'm just saying they're going to. It's not going to be an easy game for Chelsea. They have been. The league's most organized team, probably. Yeah, it's crazy so. how organized they are. Which I'm scared is, to. Play, I, I told. I said in the last podcast. I'm scared to play Chelsea more than I am to play City. That and that's or absolutely or justified. Or like Liverpool's eleven is probably one of the best in the league. Um, I think Liverpool and paper. Chelsea are the two leagues best right now. The two leagues most convincing best. Yeah, exactly. Pardon my voice. They're crack. playing the best football right now, and I mean Chelsea. I'm, Liverpool have better players than Chelsea. That's why opinion. that game was a draw. So. The whole time we were watching that game for the podcast, I was like, these these two teams are just so good. And they're so high level that it's completely canceling one or the other out. They, they, yeah. It was actually like, we saw two great goals. Well, one was a pen. But we saw a lot of skill on display that game. And it was so it was so easy to see from watching how quick, how wide open the game was, how crisp the passing was, teams going back and forth. There's just, I mean... Those those are two well oiled machines right now. Not that United isn't, but you still see games like today where yeah, United had a they had a scrap they scrapped yeah their wins. they had to they work don't. really hard for that game. So. I think that's what that's what frustrates me the most as a United fan. I said it on the last podcast that I get frustrated with the fact that we don't like dominate games. Um, we do, we do to an extent like Newcastle we did in the second half. Leeds um, you dominated. Leeds we that dominated, game. but like Southampton. Oh um, who did we play? Scary times. Who did we play? <sighs> play Burnley. I thought who was it. Was it Wolves or oh, Wolves? We didn't dominate. Southampton. Wolves. That's what I said. Southampton, oh. Wolves. Um, those are the games United we don't United have had to dominate. work really, really hard this season to get to where they are in the table. Yeah, right now. So and, you it, just, and, and Liverpool just sort of put in their, they clock in. They clock in at noon and at 2 o'clock, they've got uh, three points in the bag, a clean sheet, and it just seems very, very ho-hum right now. But I, I, heard, a, I heard a good um, argument about like going down first and like conceding. It wasn't a good example because obviously Everton lost yesterday, but the commentators were talking about having the resilience and having the experience of going down first or like scrapping for your wins because that means that your team knows what to do in those situations. When teams that have it easy all season long, when something goes wrong, mm-hmm. their team doesn't know how to react to the adversity. We mm-hmm. kind of talked about that with City's back line. We talked about it in the past. Um, even with Liverpool last year, they had all those injuries. Like them, They eventually did get it, but it was really hard at first, and it took a long time. 
to them for them to break to the top four. So I think it's also good for United because then it shows that they can scrap for wins. They can when the when the going gets tough, the tough get going. Kind of cliche saying, but um, I think it's important for teams to have that aspect to them. You guys see the seven thirty game next Saturday? I did not. City Chelsea. Why is it at seven oh thirty? Not sure. That was my first thought when I saw this. They schedule. need to fill up the pubs. When is it next Saturday? It's this, it's this coming Saturday at seven thirty. But there's two seven thirty matches, and I don't think I've ever seen that before either. I'll do a seven thirty live watch. Yeah, yeah, if it was at my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, but that's post Yankees Red Sox. post Yankees Red Sox this Friday. Oh man, I could, I could probably do that too. I would do it. Are you guys going to the Yankees Red Sox game Friday for yeah, yeah for work? Yes, courtesy of, courtesy of Brand Watch. Very nice. Shout out work. Shout out to your jobs. Um, we're going with Cam. Very cool. Yeah, Cam, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit too much red for my liking. Yeah. Uh, and, I'm, and wearing a, I'm wearing a Yankees jersey there, courtesy yeah. of Jordan. <laughs> and by red, I mean Liverpool, yeah. not Red Sox. I'll no wear a, I'll wear a Liverpool kit. <laughs> I bet you will. Oh, you definitely will. I bet you will. No, I have a Sox. Wear the new one. I have a Sox jersey. I cannot wear a white one to a Red Sox game, but I'll have ketchup. I'll have booze. Oh, yeah. Speaking of which, I have to shout out uh, Michael Davis because he offered just an astounding gift in um, uh, the white, the cream Liverpool kit mm. for this season um, for my birthday that recently passed. So thank you to him. I, shout out I Michael Davis. love it. He Producer, does it all. I drool. I mean, what, what can this kid not do? Yeah, I know. He's a, he's a center back himself. Which is worth noting. Yep. He goes ahead and does our editing, makes our video clips, does a wonderful job of that. A good addition to the podcast, a knowledgeable layer that we can that we can add. I mean, uh, what what an addition, what a signing, yeah, what a transfer window, getting that done, exactly, getting that completed. This is no real flow <laughs> to the game yet. No, a couple good chances from both sides. Lukaku has been. Really central to the box, which is typical of, of where his positioning usually is, but he's been passing a lot more. Yeah, and it's good that his touches are limited from mm-hmm. a Spurs standpoint. I like Sony playing high on the line like that because he can run in behind so much better. A little outside of the football from Delhi. Yeah, I mean, it's just the, the final third has proved elusive for both sides right now, which is a lot of blonde hair on Chelsea. Yeah, I know, right? Tiago's blonde. Jorginho's blonde. Should we go blonde for the podcast? Uh, well, what am I going to do, Andrew? What am I going to go black? Go red. <laughs> well, you're like, if, if, if I had jet black hair, I would look like a lunatic. <laughs> but no, like we go like that color blonde. Like you would, like be platinum, platinum blonde. Yeah, platinum blonde. <laughs> yeah, but go. that would just look disgusting because I already have like regular blonde hair, and then to go. You could do it though, because oh. at least your eyebrows are lighter. Yeah, Andrew, yeah, Andrew true. And I have, My, his I, eyebrows I have are thick black eyebrows. So yeah, it's yeah. Like not going to work. Andrew would look, I think, the best with with platinum blonde hair up top. I don't know. I don't know. If I look he did scary. a sharp line like right there, and all of the longer hair was blonde, or maybe just the tips. What if of we the, go? What <laughs> if we go? What if we go platinum bo- blonde buzz cuts? <laughs> oh my god! I was just we talking to my barber tight, about maybe getting tight, a buzz cut. The Phil Foden one with the tight. Was that too yeah. long? I don't think I have a round enough head for that. Oh, but I'm Phil never, Foden's hair sometimes looks fucked up. Though, unless so. I go, unless I go bald, I'm never cutting like my hair short because <laughs> really? my forehead is too big. Like it's yeah. literally is too it? Big. I yes. have a decent hairline, like right in front. So yeah. like, my forehead's smaller. But I think I've been pretty blessed. Yeah. I think my head has like lumps and <laughs> imperfections in it. So, I got like, yeah. If I were to like shave my head, I'd have like a dent. In I've my told head. you my fainting story, right? When I had to get, I have like a totally benign, non-threatening cyst at the top of my head. And I went in <laughs> That's to, scary, bro. but my mom was like, of course she was very concerned about it. So she was like, I'd like you to get that checked out and, and removed. <laughs> 
So I go and I book this appointment. I take a half day at work. I get on the train and I go there and I sit down and, and the nurse comes in and she's like, all right, so first things first, like once it's done, you can't take, you can't get the, your head wet for a week. And already I'm like, okay, this is throwing me for a loop. I did not, I thought this was going to be a quick Drano. I pop in, they pull it out and I'm gone. But dude, he's like, I have to shave part of the, but we're going to cut in bald. So he takes these scissors out, look like third grader scissors, and he just cuts part of my hair off. And I'm like, well, I guess we're doing this. And all the while, my, my vision is starting to go. I feel very dehydrated and like hot, but freezing at the same time. Oh, geez. And then the moment he, he has to make like, he puts the needle in my, my head to numb it, to take it out. Yeah. And I just completely hit the deck. And I wake <laughs> up and I'm like, uh, I think I'm going to faint. And the nurse is like, yeah, you did just. <laughs> so then they have to like four people, these tiny little nurses have to get like my long ass into the chair in the middle of the room, which doesn't fit me anyway. They have ice packs that are going all over my head to like make sure that I don't faint again. And mind you, I have two masks on because that was like what oh, I know. So it's like, think about how uncomfortable that is when you've just fainted and you just like, I just want to take this fucking mask off. <laughs> yeah. But they have ice packs on my forehead and on my cheeks. Tristan's eyes are just that's all and I'm telling the doctor I'm like listen man I took a half day for this just keep doing it if I keep fainting that's that's Honestly, I made my bed I'll sleep in it and he's like no that's the medically the stupidest thing I've ever heard I'm not going to continue making you pass out so I have the, it's still there but he's like you don't really it's fine he's like don't do this to yourself clearly you're a spaz like when, don't come back is it a quick thing like would it be better off no. you just faint and you then to, like pull it, it out I think draining it and then and he said I had to put stitches in to, to stitch close it back up, which was like again I thought I was going to go in and they were going to do like a like a hose suction cup. Oh yeah, to get it out and then I'm on my way. But no, it was a, it was they referred to it as surgery, which really I didn't like. So yeah, from then on it just went sorted. Too bad they couldn't just like you drop, you hit the deck, they just slice you open on the deck and then get it out and then they're yeah, like, oh, right, you come back to it. He just like insisted that I, it wasn't worth it. He was like, don't do this. So. That's the story. That's, that's the story. story that well, why did we even talk about that? cuts wouldn't work. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I got a little lump that my barber is always like, you know that you have that, right? I'm like, yeah, it's part of me. It's the voice that talks to me. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, 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 oh. I think he was off. I, I do. Sonny was off. Oh, I hope he's not hurt. We'll see how serious that looked. Just a oh man, good game so far though, guys. These are the runs. Yeah. Oh, I think he was off by a little bit. Usually, when they don't slow show it in slow mo, I feel like they run offside. Yeah, but that maybe a one touch to Kane there. Ah, just a yeah, little just heavy. That, that final third. Oof, that looked a lot harder on Capo than it did on Son. Yeah, just a straight <laughs> knee. Son just, has a nice soft corpse to land on. I just saw Spurs' Instagram. It said it's tangy time, and he's like. Dribbling in the midfield, Teng, Tengi and Tangai time, Tangai, Tangai time, and Dombelai, and Dombelai. Yeah, it is good to see him back in the lineup. I mean, he was Were one of the names by that? that stuck out. Yeah, completely. Because like two weeks ago, he put in a request to leave. Uh, apparently, again, I'm I'm not an insider of any kind. I'm a crazy fan like the rest of us, but apparently talks were held. Nuno was able to get him back on board, and Tongai was pretty dead set on getting back and securing a spot, and I guess he's been training really well, which is obvious because he's in the lineup today. So he must be doing something right, and he's looked pretty good and looked pretty aggressive. So That's good because I, I was honestly like, when he wanted to leave, I was like, it's just a shame. All the play, so all talented. fans of the whole of Premier League in general were like, oh, I would hate to see. And like He was right. your best guy. I loved watching him play for Spurs last season. He's a likable 
He is. He's funny as hell. He's he's a very likable player. He just some players, like we said, there's a there's a mental aspect of this game that that does not really get talked about even enough. There's no to my knowledge, not a lot of training through like the academy days of like here's how you deal with with you know, we're this is the academy you're in, but we might have to release you one day. Your your life might go a little bit south. Here's ways that you can adjust to this. Oh, what a ball. Wow. Yeah, and I know like there's that talk. Oh, oh. Oh, Jesus. Thought that was going to get <laughs> Sorry. There's not uh, even a blue shirt near the ball, bro. <laughs> but I thought he was just going to let it go. Um so like I know like there's that all all that talk with like Tenge Tungai and like how he like doesn't work hard and like that whole argument, but I feel like he does. And you you know when like you see someone like prove people wrong, like there's the difference between like always working hard and like seeing like all right he he used to not work hard and then you see his progress from like all right he made it like he proved everybody wrong. He was training with Marino like when Marino was managing the club during COVID. Like he was doing those like in the park <laughs> workouts and like those could, were the golden because there's, golden some, there's something days. better about seeing someone like. Yes, let people down, but then like flip a switch, flip a switch and like show like I have the ability to like come like show that I care. And it, like, it does. doesn't work out a lot more often than it does work out. Right. I yeah. think, which is so that's why when you see situations like this where yeah. and and maybe look maybe this is Nuno cutting cutting and Domblay more of a break and saying hey not not necessarily oh I'll play you this game as long as you promise that you can but clearly the talks went really well and it's just player investment has been. Uh, sort of overshadowing our season in terms of what our uh, best yeah. player of all time. God damn it. <laughs> That's Spe- unfortunate. Idiot. Raf. Because cl- clearly, he clearly is getting, like, he's yeah. got game time last. Like, oh, he clearly yeah. is working hard. He's like, got he, the revival cut. Yeah. He has the buzz cut with we say, <laughs> As both his hands are on his hips and he's chugging air. Yeah. Um, that was another thing, a criticism that I think has been fair that, that people have had is that, you know, after 65 minutes, his... Uh, his efficiency and, and it could and, just be his stamp. Like it just could be his, yeah. like that's what you get the most. Like mm-hmm. he can't go beyond that. Cause if you do, you risk like a Plus, player that like, just could put you in a harmful situation defensively. So I think for like, sure he's very, he's very skillful, but at the same time, it's like a player that comes off in the 75th minute. Isn't the worst thing. in no, the world. It's like not. it's just a running joke at this point. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I know generally midfielders, you want to be more of like your chuggers and they can really get through 90 minutes without fail players like I hate to say like Henderson is somebody who comes off the bench sometimes now, but he's been a a 90 minute guy, you know, like somebody you can really rely on. Hoiberg is somebody who was a delightful example right in front of my face that I didn't say, but you know, it's not, it's not an awful thing if typically it comes off, you know, especially where you, you know, you get into the throws of the season. It's also dependent on, it's dependent on the system. Like in Spurs system, like you do, you're forced to defend more. Like uh-huh. that's just the nature of the situation where like some of these other tens, like a Bruno Fernandez, like I wouldn't say his fitness is like fit to go a full 90 in a Spurs system, but like in a United system, he has the freedom the luxury. to sit higher. Yeah. He doesn't have to track back all the time. Mm-hmm. Like he gets those liberties in a different system. And I think there's a lot of like attacking midfield um, number 10 style players that are like that. And like, yeah. they play at the big clubs. So it's not like, oh, these guys are unfit. Um, right. But, I mean... Yeah, I'm sure in Dumbley would thrive in United System. Exactly. Like, fitness-wise, he would thrive. Even Thiago's, like, an example. Like, he's a guy, like... Yeah, he can grind out 90, and he does for Liverpool, but, like, his ideal position would be, like, he's probably playing 90 much higher up the pitch and doesn't have as much... But is he most effective... Yeah, is he right. most effective in the position that he's in exactly. when he's playing a full 90 for Liverpool? Like, it's... All depending on where he's in the pitch and what he's asked of. Yeah. So I think Kovacic. Yeah, maybe not. No, he's a he's a he's, he's a, a fucking grinder. tank. He's a 
can run forever. I guess, yeah, Chelsea has and that, but those those players too help out players like Ndombele. It's it's yeah. Ndombele can more, be play more of that creative role because he's playing alongside Hoiberg, who works so goddamn hard the entire game. Playing Oliver Skip, honestly, you could say the same thing yeah. about him too. His right. time will start to dwindle now as Ndombele comes back, and that's. Pro- honestly, probably understanding and something that I'd prefer as yeah, a fan. It's probably good for him. Deli. Yeah, Delhi's another example of an Indomble like mm-hmm. player, you know. But mm-hmm. like when you pair them with those guys, it works. So yeah, you want like that that because if it's one moment in a game with those types of players, like they have, if it's one moment they get, they could easily shine and yep. make a difference. So it's it's weird. It's that's why managing people. That's why management's so hard. People like oh, yeah. we talked about like good how man management. Form, former players don't make. Former great players don't make great managers. Some don't. Some do. Right. And it's dependent on how they work with the players they have at their disposal. So I think uh, Ole's doing a pretty good job right now. So <laughs> I mean, so... Yeah. You, yeah, you, you, You're you lucky after you say that, that young boy's like, loss, bro. No, yeah. <laughs> you say that as like a tongue-in-cheek thing, but it actually is true. That There's a lot of criticisms that are justifiable of Ole, but I really do think if there's if there's one thing that he has in this corner... And there might only be one thing, but if there was one thing, it's his man management. Yeah, the only his ability to it's only Van de Beek. That's it. It's players like Pogba, Rashford, Rashford. He Greenwood. Which sort of like not that Pogba's necessarily a, a villain to Rashford's hero, but Rashford's a big personality in a lot of what he does off the field, and not that. Ali tries to subdue that in any way, but it is obviously like a layered additive to his game to what comes with coaching Rashford. Pogba is a player who every season, every every window, he's looking at PSG or Juventus and talking about move, some crazy... Yeah. There's some move, and he seems to be a player that changes his mind a lot or is maybe a little bit difficult to communicate with in those scenarios. He has a monster of a human being as an agent, so that adds a layer <laughs> of uh, difficulty as well. And and for the most part, Ali's hushed that pretty well too. So yeah, he defends his players no matter what. He is somebody who maybe he won't be... You know, you could say what you want about his pedigree as United manager, but I always saw him as a very high level role within United, working with players, because that really seems to be where his bread and butter is now. Mm-hmm. Right, which is a credit, because because there are legendary managers like Mourinho who do have no, who have not a lick of man management. Like he has great relationships with some players, his center backs oh, yeah, that he they, leans on, but most of them he doesn't retain any sort of real relationship, or a lot of players might really dislike him. Like, yeah, so I think. Yeah, there's plenty of examples of that too. I don't know, like Ancelotti. I don't see him as a man. Oh man no, to man yeah. Guy. Oh my god. Or he'll pick all. like one guy, and that's it. Yeah, that's a great point. And I see Rafa Benitez at every, like speaking on Carlo Ancelotti. I feel like the they got hired the exact opposite yeah. of Rafa Benitez, who like will I get agree. will become like your father figure, coach like coaching figure, like that kind of like person. Yeah, especially for young players, like he'll work with you. He'll he'll understand if there's a poor game. He won't like quick to like. You know, in the press, like just completely backstab you. Right. And a poor game they had yesterday, losing three nothing to Villa. I was so surprised. I was so like, t- like what the hell? That was it was crazy. a great game. I mean, they got two in six minutes. They played mm-hmm. the first half was Everton played so bad. The first I remember they could yeah. barely string passes together. It was yeah. probably one of the worst performances this season. Their worst performance this season. He only listed. On uh, I think he only listed eight out of nine substitutes. Like you can mm-hmm. have nine listed, and he only listed. Hamez is yet to be named and a substitute this season, right? I guess Hamez is just still working back. Um, injury? Was he injured? I think so, yeah. But he's working back, like getting into fitness, and Rafa just didn't put him on the team sheet until it's like time type of thing. Guys, um, four minutes left. Sorry to cut you off, Andrew. I was uh, going to talk about Leon Bailey real quick. Please do. Man, this guy, 20 minutes on. 
And he yeah, uh, did pick up a knock, which sucks. Goal and assist, and another goal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> finally, Villa as a whole finally yeah. showed up yesterday. That was the result that every weekend we're like, man, when is Villa going to start to pick it up? They're sort of hovering in the middle of the table, yeah, sort yeah. of mediocre for them, for the level they've set for themselves. But yesterday, I feel like, you know, you don't want to think too much of it. They're still going to get right back into it next weekend with some difficult club because obviously every oh, club in Premier League good. is high level. But oh no. It looks like you might have got poked in the Maybe eye. Maybe you just got a little pokey. Yeah. Some sweat in the eye or something? Yeah. Sweat. I hope, it's, I hope it's more than that stings, sweat. bro. That stings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was in the gym He's the other like, day. Ow. I was working out. And I, I better was, halt the game. I got sweat one <laughs> the other day when I was working out, and I was like, I couldn't see. I was like, oh my. Drop the weight on a he also could person. wear. He also could wear contacts or something. What were you going to say about? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, the game. Three minutes left. Now. What do you guys think so far? I actually think this has been a joy. This is a great. This is a great position for typical nil nil Spurs right now. <laughs> typical us. nil nil live watch. Yeah, but no, this has been more open than I thought, and I think Spurs look more. I mean, against like a defensively sound Chelsea side, they're getting more opportunity than I thought they would. Yeah, yeah. Like like I mentioned, they look pretty crispy right now. The passing's there. Going into the half, I'm not. You know, I'm definitely not unhappy. But like like we had pointed out, Chelsea. I think Nuno's really happy going into the half. Oh yeah. <laughs> Happy with a lot of the performance he's getting right now. Honestly, might, just run this out into the half. He might have eye. gotten something in his eye. This like is funny that they're or something. just showing yeah. the close-up of like Ndombele trying to roll yeah, his like eyes back. He's kind of going through it. I don't think he wants cameras on him right now as yeah. they're like operating on his eyeball. There's going to be there's literally gonna, there's going to be so many memes. I feel like him just going like this. Yeah. yeah. Like rolling his eyes back. Ndombele, not an eye guy. <laughs> what worries me is that Nuno's not wearing the bomber jacket today. <laughs> and he's at his most alluring and devilish when he's in the bomber jacket. <laughs> So I'm worried that might take he'll some of the sting. On, he'll put it on for the press conference. He just guy has like post-match. a hoodie on, you know. He'll put it on post match. Look at Hoiberg's now. <laughs> now the eight, the physio. Uh, Hoiberg's my favorite spur ever. He just sticks his sweaty finger into Endole's eye. He's yep. like the team father. I feel <laughs> he's like. like he's like. Look at him. He's just digging whatever. He's it is like, out. I see it. He got it. He got. It. He gave a thumbs up. Oh my god! I will pull it what, up what, for you. What was the physio doing that they could not? Physio's like act fuck. on that. They needed they needed Pierre's uh, coming over again. They need guys. Father Hoyberg to come over and yep. take care of the team. Hoyberg, uh, degree in athletic training, little known. He's actually the head physio guy. Yeah, <laughs> imagine. I could see him working with like all right, how the players, how they have injured players today, like checking on the. There's the a layer of toughness knocks. to to some players. Like a player like Ndombele, right? Like he, he say he got something in his eye or got a poke or something and he's coming back in. It, it would not be wrong for you to go, ah, t- he's good, he's tough, he's going back in. But I've seen in a Europa League game by some team in like the, in like the Ukrainian fourth division, <laughs> I've seen him get elbowed in the face and I've seen blood like pumping out of his eye and he just keeps playing. Yeah, yeah. There's, it's a whole other layer of toughness to where I'm like, you, wow, you really couldn't get this guy out what, of a game. What like, was it? In the Euros, he had a gash he had, he, to did, his shin. That didn't he have like fucking, a, didn't he have like a headband? Like he had like a oh, wrap. Yep, yeah, he got yep. that. But he also had like a, like a, I don't know, four inch gash just on his shin. He plays really tough. And so that's probably why he picks up a lot of knocks and elbows like that, because that's just the, the type of game he invites on himself. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's like, I gotta, I gotta marvel at that. Yeah. I took a hit like that to the eye. You know, we're sitting here on a couch in a comfortable apartment drinking beer, Central air. but he's out there Central air running, getting that. Yeah, <laughs> we do have AC running. Shout out AC. That's like a little subtle flex. Shout out HVAC. Yeah, I was going to say, Andrew's really uh, And he's like, yeah, we got AC, so. Yeah, Notice how you're not sweating? Me neither. Feel pretty good. Yeah. 
which sometimes it can get pretty hot in the studio. So oh, in the studio, when we pull the, the room divider, <laughs> we pull the room divider, it's a rush of cool air. And, and then my my blankets like ice because it's so cold on that side of my room. It's such a thick layer of curtain. <laughs> I'm like, this is not comfortable. This is where they when need you're half time. Strong. Two minutes there of stoppage. You see, he's, he's tall and physical. Baggy, yeah, he wears like NBA shorts. <laughs> I noticed that last I week as I he was getting worked by Zaha. I don't get it. Like, I don't. Some teams have like those long. Sh- I would be like, look at his shorts. I think it, bro, it, it seems like, like he's like he's pulling his shorts down under his butt cheeks. Aston like, Aston Villa has like the high waist, the high shorts. Villa has painted <laughs> on jerseys. <laughs> Those Kappa kits are like I saw, skin tight. I saw Matty Cash's cross yesterday, and his dude, his quads are just like yeah, begging to be yeah. released. You, but you better have some sick legs if you're on Villa. Yeah, it's halftime, folks. Nil nil, nil nil. Tristan, where you, you want to be? I would be. I'm happy with the performance. I wonder if Chelsea fans on their high horse would go. Eh, would like just to be more creative in our final third, which is true. They could have been a little more creative. A couple times he didn't shoot the ball when I uh, when I thought he was going to Lukaku. So. We'll see. What do you think? Should we take a little break? Yeah, we'll take a little halftime break. Uh, We'll be back very shortly, and stay tuned. Guys, hope you like it. Have fun. And we're back. Let's go. Our candle's just gone out here. It's been going out. As the second half started. Oh, man, this is like pumping smoke. I don't want the alarm to go off. (laughs) No, it's fine. Funny as that would be for the sake of the podcast, (laughs) I'm going to cover this. There's one up here. Oh, that's good. <laughs> I hope so. Get that pesky alarm out of here. You don't want that. <laughs> There's literally one right above our stove. Uh, save room. <laughs> I love that smell of uh, a burning candle. Really? Yeah. A burning candle or a burnt out candle? Like a, a burnt, burnt like the, uh, the, the remnants? Burnt out, yeah. The remnants. I mean, it, it makes me panicky because it just makes me think that the detector is going to like... That one's about to go out, too. Look how little those flames are. Yeah. Guys, it might be time for some new candles soon. They're but just overridden. We got to gotta go to like Target and buy candles. Yeah. Yeah. Those are really small. The affordable ones. Nil-nil. Second half. Nil-nil. And Golo Conte has entered the game for Chelsea. Yes, he has. Um, We should probably see if Spurs have made any switches, although I don't think that they have. I don't think that's like the right decision, necessarily speaking, for for Chelsea right now. Oh, my God. Oof, that's a good good opportunity Checking down, looking at the lineup. That That was an insane hit. Yeah, it was crazy. Look at that ball. Wow. It's a great ball over the top. Wow. Oh my Man. God. My, when my brother was visiting, he and I were talking about players that uh, are our favorite players to watch in the Premier League that don't play for the teams that we like, and he hates Marcus Alonso. I'm a big fan. He is one of my favorite players to watch, and it's only gotten better with the arrival Ooh. of Tuchel. I think te- like his technical ability... He's been like one of the best left backs in the Premier League this season. Maybe yeah. the best. Yeah. What the hell's going on with these volleys? Mainly because Robertson's sort of having a, a bit of a, I think, a momentary dip. But uh, yeah. Luke Shaw's been a little bit little bit ho-hum at times, though it's hard to retain the form he had during Euros. But I don't know. I still think Luke Shaw is like playing... He's still playing well. I mean, he just doesn't make a lot of mistakes. He doesn't yeah, really do a lot of things overly wrong. Yeah, he's doing his job. Yeah. Marcus Alonso, go, but like Marcus Alonso, his technical Ball ability is, is so good that like he's able yeah. to. He he's takes free, so smooth. He takes free kicks. He goes forward, and when he gets forward, he has the ability better than probably any left back in the league to like get a goal. In my opinion, I think he's the best. He's the most skilled left back in the league. And just you said a left-footed player too. There's something about it. You know what I mean? There's just something so much smoother about a, a left-footed free kick or somebody whipping in a corner. Yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's true. Chelsea is coming out hot. Yeah, we're go. Spurs had started the first half pretty well. Looks like Chelsea are out for blood right now. 
I think they need Christian Pulisic on Chelsea. I don't know why. Is, is he it's injured? A typical American thing to say, Andrew. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> dude, he doesn't. Yeah, bring get, on he, the American, he, says the American. He can't catch well, a break, dude. I don't no, know. He can't. Look where Marcus Alonso is on the field right now. He's playing like right wing. Yeah, he's weird. He's in a weird position. There, are, there just was a group of oh, players on Chelsea sketchy. who, with the arrival of Tuchel, just really. I thought maybe Ben Shilwell was going to find a home, but he's been non-existent. Doesn't no. get a lot of time anymore. Even Reece he did James. find a home Reece on James. the bench. He did find a warm, comfortable. Like Reese James, I like, thought he was going to be guaranteed after all of his contributions, and then like he gets a red card, and now like when's <laughs> yeah. the next time he gets back in? Yeah. Oh man, and he's taking he takes the corners from both sides too. He really uh, he reminds me of he's like the Trent of like technical like his ability on the ball. He's like Trent. He's like a left-footed Trent. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. Shit. Oh! Oh! Shit. What a header from Thiago Silva. That blonde hair. I mean, it was only a fucking matter of time. The yeah. The was delivering into the box was perfect. That was a great ball in. That was coming. That was like his fourth great corner in. God damn it. Say, uh, say, say the game was end right now, though. You would not say Spurs played poorly today. No, I mean, you're right. We've showed up so far. We've been... Oh, they haven't shown up the second half yet. Not so the second half. No, the first uh, half, there was it's like three minutes in, though. Legitimately, uh, and they conceded. <laughs> but, but I'm saying, you look at if this was the whole game, if it was 90 minutes, and the Spurs Spurs had three minutes of poor play, you wouldn't say that. Um, that's what I'm, I'm trying no, to give Spurs yeah. credit. Leg room here. I know, like they're still coming up against a rarely, a really, really disciplined, informed Chelsea side. And I mean, I think Chelsea saying. are going to whoop City next week. Honestly, I could see that game. Going heavily in favor of Chelsea. So, 49th minute. Chelsea okay. go up one on a great header from Thiago. Speaking of City, what do you, what's your guys' thoughts on the whole Pep fan thing? Such that thing is so situation. drawn out right now. I think it's so ridiculous. It's such a weird situation well, going on. For one, all right, my take, I think Pep's right to call out the fans yeah. for everything that he's done for Manchester City. Right? Mm-hmm. That's fair. And you think that him saying that he would get a response, which ultimately he didn't get. Yeah. And the stadium still had gaps in it throughout the crowd. And then, obviously, there's the comments that are made, oh, Pep needs to just worry about managing, like, Pep. And, like... Imagine like, being the head of a fan club, which is what it is. It's like, it's like a like, like, someone from it's the a board. fan club. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's got a lot of history, but it's a, it's a fan club. Every, every team has one. And imagine saying something like, stick to coaching. Which is about an, a million times more difficult in every conceivable way than organizing a group of people showing up to a stadium drinking beer every weekend. Like, uh, there's more to it than that. And naturally, I've just downplayed it. There's a lot that goes into the planning and a lot. Yeah. That, yeah. Right. It's not, I'm not calling it insignificant, but to say, like, stick to coaching, what the hell do you know about? Co- say one thing about coaching that, that Pep would say, yeah, that's true. That's correct. Like, yeah. what's, what's a strategic nugget of information you could yeah. provide to Pep on game day that could help your team do well? And to add to that, how can you be a fan and not understand the value that a crowd and Why like, does an empty stadium- seat for you as a fan not piss you off? Right. Like, how can you look at the likes of Old Trafford and Anfield? Like, going to those stadiums, you're at a disadvantage if you're an away club. Plus, Plain and simple. Your club is it's one an eleven. It's a twelfth man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. For and sure. Pep has every right. He's won how many league titles? How many community shields? How many FA Cups? Yeah, the Champions League isn't there, but uh, maybe if they had a full stadium, they could actually churn out results in the Champions. Yeah. Like that's those little edges that like you should understand as a fan. Like that's the least you can do for your club is I, be there. And I don't think the fans were like 
So I, what happened was that they, that Sky News and all those like journalists they twisted his words. I'm pretty sure he just asked for them to come there while he someone was like, oh, "Well, these these families have some of these people have families. They have work. They have kids. They have to pick up. They can't make the game." And Pep was like, "That's not what I was. I, I wasn't saying. I'm just saying like if you can come to the game, come to the game. Like, yeah, he literally if just if asked. you're able to be there, be there for us. If you're a fan and you can make it, make the game. And it was like." He was like, I'm not going to apologize. And there's no reason to. He's like, and he was right. Like, this whole thing has been strung out like fucking like pasta, bro. Like, <laughs> like yeah. it's like a string of pasta right now at this point. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And it could, he like, there's rumor that like it could. <gasps> oh, what a save. That was a great save. What an unbelievable save from Hugo. Wow. That's a great save. Keep going. But yeah, it could play into like, there was like. Didn't Pep say something about like, oh, like if it's not, if I can't satisfy the fans, I'll like, leave. Then yeah. I'll leave. If like, I no, if there's an issue with like the fans, if I've created could, something that's that's wrong with the fans, and I'll I'll leave. The could club. you imagine if Pep Guardiola left Manchester City and the fan like that would be the ultimate city thing to do? Like that's what City's fans emulate to me. Like they would do that. They'd be like, oh yeah. And it's like whatever. I think the the whole thing was just way 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 out of proportion. Yeah. Well, yeah. For, first of all, it was a misstep on I'm not don't remember what his name was the guy who was in charge of the the city fan group. It could have been an opportunity for him to double down on what Pep said to back what his manager said and go yes we should be getting more people to these games we are not unequivocally the best team in the prem anymore we're going to need a lot of fan support. It's been kind of shitty to see empty seats in a stadium that has as many Premier Leagues as it does and as many FA Cups and as many every trophy but Champions League that it does. They've given the fans everything they possibly could have ever dreamed of. Right. It's easy to say, especially coming from my standpoint as a Spurs fan, but would have been a good opportunity, I think, to back what their manager said, but the sign of the times, unfortunately, it's tumultuous all over the world and yeah. people need to take everything, you know, so personally and like, oh, it's fine. It's all, every man for himself now. It looks like we're not on the same team like we thought. Like, yeah. Nope, you're all you all want the same thing, and then and then Pep saying, "Oh, maybe it's time I step aside." If I can, he's not going to step down because of what some guy from Yorkshire says. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, like that's not that's stupid. That's he's one of the he's a Rushmore manager, one of the best to ever do it. Not yeah. in the Premier League, but in world football. So it was just a sort of silly situation. He's just calling their bluff. He, he literally he's got a little too much coverage for my liking. Yeah. Honestly, and it's just like the sake of disagreement. Like that guy probably was like, "Oh, I could get some publicity by it." Like, yeah, and then like Sky, someone on Sky News. They were like, I, I know we're talking about this when we shouldn't be talking about it so much, but like, um, we have like it's a to- a topic of conversation, but like it really shouldn't be. Simple as this: he asked for fan more fans to come if you can come because the players were tired because yeah. they had an extra game this week. That's what it, I think. That's what it was. It was. It was yeah. a very folksy coach comment, like, "Oh, uh, we're gonna need all the support we can get. Everybody needs to turn up." And then it became like a, "Oh, what are you saying? We can't afford tickets? I have I have a family, dude. Like." It's not a, but he didn't say that. That that, that no, was not. He didn't like, say like out. got taken. Yeah. But then he did. He didn't do himself any favors when he was like, "Well, maybe if I can't make them happy, I'll step aside." Like, <laughs> no, dude, just stop. We don't need to talk about this anymore. Okay, let's put yeah. this and to then, bed. And then yeah, so like that's basically what happened, and it's been drawn out to the point where it's just so annoying. silly and um, such a bad look for again a club that has as many trophies as it has. That's city for you. And then the empty head comment <laughs> was hilarious. Yeah, again. without in history from the other clubs as the empty head, and I'm like, dude, it's like you're going to war and you're putting a gun into your opponent's pocket. <laughs> I did. I had never heard of empty head. I think it's hysterical. I'm going to use it all the time now. I'm probably going to use it on the Instagram captions. Like it's you've just awarded me a free thing when you <laughs> when you could have just put this whole thing to bed. So 
That's ugly situation for City, but it's City, so it's kind of funny. You know? right. Yeah, that's where we wrap that conversation. up. They spent a hundred million dollars on one guy, so yeah, I'm gonna make fun of they're them as much buying, as I want. They're gonna start paying fans. But that's that's where like I was like I put the tweet up and it was like ask for fans to come to the stadium um, for for that like that extra support. Club official um, says to stick to coaching. They draw Southampton. <laughs> no, really shitty timing to not register a shot and draw Southampton. Yeah, they the didn't register all any that. shots. Which was cra- that was crazy to me yeah. too. Um, and Grealish did absolutely nothing on that day. And also, that's just another thing that we could talk about on Monday. Oh man, I would. You know, you're one nothing down. You're playing a really good side. You're still in this game. If you know, if you're a player on Spurs right now, this this game is not. Uh, it's completely not said and done yet, but at the same time, you really got to keep wind in your. Si- oh my god! Oh, oh my god! Fuck! Oh, there goes the wind. There goes the wind out of the sails. <laughs> yeah. So as I was saying, uh, the wind is, has left the sails. That's what that was. What needed to not happen? Take a knife to him. A deflection goal like that. God. Oh my! And it. Guess who? So, but in Eric Dyer's defense, yeah, there's nothing you could do. No pun intended. Um, what that save earlier? <laughs> like, that we, we no thought with the save we thought Larice made on the Alonzo chance. It was oh, actually. Oh my god, that's so. Just I think like you kind of do. Have, that's a bit on him too. It's not even just like. Wow, look, he can't even believe that it. is like in Golo. Just a low hard. Maybe, I was. Shot. I literally said, "In goal coming on was probably not the oh. best decision because, like, going like Dinks got, they needed more the goals head, like going forward." And the post. he does that proves me wrong. Wow, that's a tough. Yeah, I don't. I don't see any faults on on Dyer on that one. Yeah, just remarkably shitty luck. That's what I was saying. Harry, I hate, Harry Kane celebrating with the Chelsea. No, I hate <laughs> the Chelsea to sound players. like like whiny or like my team never get but I'm just I don't remember the last time that Spurs scored a goal that was in such fortunate fortunate, manner like like the Liverpool off the crossbar every goal is we had to buy it was either like a a screamer from Sonny or like we had to really muscle at home it's still really early in the game you can get one back and that changes the whole game yeah 2-0 to Chelsea though that's but if you get, but if you get, but two 0 leads the worst lead to have ever right. in football. It's so. like you just, you know, what the the shitty thing about Spurs is that, and I don't know when this started. Was like, I'll tell you what's not going to happen. We're not going to get a penalty this game. We just don't get penalties anymore. We don't. We get we get fouls, and sometimes they're in decent spots, but we don't really get the things that we need when we need them. I think a penalty would be huge for Kane's, um, for Kane as a player. If they got a penalty and Kane's like Kane stepped up and scored it, it'd be huge for the rest of the season for him. Yeah, and Spurs. Yeah, you know, I've, Kane's been a saga this season, and it's I've been a lot of you know. Mo- I think mostly at this point now, negative attention to the club, and l- like we we talked a little bit about this last week. But you get performances like we got from him against Palace, and it becomes a lot harder to you know stick by him. And I, I never thought he was going to like see the bench this game or anything, but it's just those those performances become a lot less excusable now that you know that. <laughs> He was just so close to joining City, so it's definitely uh, yeah. There's a lot of question marks around like just overall what Spurs are thinking. Spurs fans are thinking about like their their feelings towards Kane. I guess. Oh man, you know what? Honestly, this this makes me feel so much worse about is is the loss against Palace. If we had just won that game like two to one or one nothing again, it's just this is way less detrimental. You know? Right. Yeah. I know. I don't totally because those are like. That's what like United when we drew Southampton like those are the games you have to win. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's no question. There's no room for error. We can sit here and we can call United lucky. We can shit on them all we want, but they got three points today. They did what they needed to do. So 
just there's something to be said about that. You know, you can call it luck, you can call it fortune, you can call it whatever you want, but the points go where the points go, and more often than not, it's it's deserving. So, yeah, it's unfortunate. Rudiger stride, striding forward, trying to make a case for his uh, FIFA pace debate. <laughs> oh was, yeah, well, he was, was he, was he, amongst he was fast he enough? Was, he was wicked unhappy with what his pace was set at. Bro, I, he so, said like some such and such kilometers per hour, and uh, he had like he's a fat, he's seven, quick seventy pace. Or did you see, Did you see the Declan uh, Grealish like FIFA thing? They were, they were going no. through it, and then they were both like, "I feel like Grealish. I feel like there's just someone on the computer just typing away, <laughs> just like put it sixty. You know how he talks. Yeah. He's like that really like." He's, a, he's got a cool English accent, but he was talking about how like they're just people typing away. Like he's a sixty, he's a seventy. Like yeah. really paying it. people that are making it's people cards. just like us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're just sitting on a couch going, I don't know, fucking seventy five. Think about how many players you have to do a day. Like how many employees are making these cards? Yeah. Like if there's I mean, FIFA if, probably has a fair. I know, fair but EA. still, but like they're they're probably not looking in. Dude, what Kyle Walker is seventy eight. That is, huh? Kyle Walker was a seventy eight pace. No, that was a joke. Oh, it was. Yes, was that them playing dude. a joke on him? <laughs> I thought that was Ryan legit. Gale no, and Oliver Skip oncoming. It was real or fake, and then they, they look so young. Seventy-eight pages. They do. Brian Gale looks like the water guy. <laughs> he looks like Leighton Baines. Looks like Adrian Brody. Why does <laughs> he does look like Adrian Brody? He looks like Leighton Baines. Too. Yeah, he does look like Leighton Baines. And Dumble didn't hit the sixty-five mark. Today. No, no, that was the hypothetical sixty-five. I would have loved for him. Unfortunately, to. I thought he had a poor game today. But just like he's his first game back, like his, yeah. his first game this season, like legitimately, is against Chelsea. And I and I think the Spurs faithful as a whole have criticized Nuno and his subs. That's probably been the number one thing we've been critical of, of uh, <laughs> critical of for him as a manager and a leader. But uh, I don't hate these subs. I mean, Skip puts a little more lockdown on the game, and Brian Gill. We just we desperately need some creativity right now. Yeah, and he'll definitely bring yeah. that. He's Skip, Adrian Brody yeah. reincarnated. Yeah, need, uh, working on that mustache, bro. Come on, I can't. I can't be out mustaching anybody, and I out mustache him. So. <laughs> No, I think he'll bring the creative side. It just and, he needs to get the, on yeah. the ball. It's the biggest thing. Skip will be better to break up the Chelsea flow because, mm-hmm. like, they're starting to get that free flowing attack a bit more, so he can break it up. Hopefully, jumpstart something for Spurs. Oof. Well done, well done from Emerson Roy Royla. Yeah, he's had it. Wow, Andrew, that was tough. Royal. Just work on it. Yeah, see, look, Royal. his pants are low. You can see his pants are below his butt. Dude, I don't. It's not that they're like, baggy. His the waist of his pants sits like halfway down his ass cheek. Like I think that's just the way he's wearing if them. He sweats in those. Those like don't they like slap him in the leg type of thing? You know what I mean? Because they're like, bro. I used to I used to wear like like basketball shorts to soccer practice, and I was like, I got flamed once by my coach. He's good. He's like, this isn't basketball. That's deserving. And like now, I can never wear. It's not because of that, but like when I play soccer, I cannot wear no, you, shorts. You, I have to wear shorts. Like I have to wear like five inch team shorts. I cannot wear. Look. Remember in the like f- the seventies and the eighties when you could like see the basketball players' genitalia essentially <laughs> because the shorts were so low, like they were barely past where your butt ended, pretty much, and that was what basketball shorts were. Those guys move pretty well, you know. <laughs> Their shoes were shitty, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's making a comeback because, and I know men's volleyball in particular, short shorts are a big thing. But I, and a lot of guys' sports now, they just they don't care about showing the. Well, light. it's like short shorts, but then it's like. Your compressions that like, over, it like does. surpass your shorts. Yeah. It so is like, a comfort thing, you know. Yeah, long no, baggy is. shorts are not comfortable anymore. I don't. They're like heavy, bro. They're, yeah, <laughs> they weigh you down when you run. Oh, Kane! Oh, that's a like bullet. Man, that's probably the rebound would have been great. That's probably the best we've seen the Kane all all game today. 
Most invested he's been in, in three games for us. Yeah, rebound would have been great. Kepa has not been asked to do really hardly anything today, but that's a good that's a good swallow up right there. I'm confused. Is Mendy not? Is he injured? or Is he just not I playing? Think he's resting. Yeah. yeah, call call this a rest. The quality that surrounds Kepa is enough to where it wouldn't be too much of a threat. But that's where like Spurs should capitalize on the the keeper in net because obviously he's like all right. He has a lot of slip ups and you can take a lot from that, but. Yeah, they just don't have the ball. It's plays. It's plays like that where he usually gives up a, a big juicy rebound, but that's a hard shot anyway. I mean, he hit that pretty dead on. I just credit to him. It's just tough. You can't. This team is not going to give you anything. They're not yeah. going to make any mistakes that will let you score a goal. You have to. You have to really manufacture it carefully against them, and they they pick their fouls well too. They don't. Very few penalties they'll concede. Now that Reese James isn't on the field, but. Oh, and they're so confident they're putting Werner on. (laughs) They're like, dude, see if you can't score a goal right now. That might be the last straw for Tristan. Yeah. If he scores a goal, if he scores a goal, I think you might walk off. I just don't want this to get out of hand, you know, like Palace. Yeah. Palace, once it was 3-0, I was genuinely terrified. Dude, even the touches are poor. Yeah. You guys have fallen. We're just getting lead-footed, and that's been difficult, but. Oh, well. You got to you got to keep working. We're still there with them, I and mean, we we don't look we don't look exhausted. It's just the we're starting to lose focus a little bit because of the situation we're in. Oliver, skip. Oliver, can I have some more? Oh, thought, that's tough. I thought he was taller. Short. No, he's really also, he's next exactly to Lukaku. Like Lukaku is like, um, was like six two, six three. Now turn and go, Brian Gill. Yeah, see, he's somebody that that. The, the, a lot behind, of the, the Spanish tough, fans, tough too, pass. are like, you guys got a hell of a player in him. He's one of our favorites, so it's exciting. When other teams' fans are really excited about about the player that, that the other team is getting, I mean, that to me is big. Ooh, good ball from Kane. It's a corner. To a, to a very offside, Sonny. Oof. So, Man. Oh, that's been a good game so far. I mean, I haven't been completely embarrassed. I guess Spurs does have just long shorts in general. It's Nike. What a man! Kane's just like fuck this. <laughs> Stop touching me! It's like language. I hate this stupid team. But playing in that stadium must be something else. Look at it; it's beautiful. It's really nice. Imagine entering that stadium. How how loud and beautiful it is! And you get your beer, and it well, fills up this, from the bottom. Is this the first season where it's full? Or no, it's already been full. No, it's been full. I kind of saw a tutorial as to how those cups work. It's like a it's like a vacuum seal as you pull the cup off, right? It like seals it's like the bottom. Kind of like a magnet almost. I mean, it fills from the bottom. People really no, people like lose their shit over them. I think it's a relatively new thing at stadiums. I actually don't know what the plus is. What? Why is it? Yeah, why is it a thing? It what layer cooler? does that add? I just yeah, I think it just looks cooler. They yeah. stick the cup on the thing. It just sprays up from the bottom. Maybe it's for like suds reasoning. Like it doesn't accumulate as much. Maybe you might waste less beer. Maybe waste less beer because you don't have to like pour like they don't. Get clearly, these pulse. decisions are being made above my level. Isn't this the first eco-friendly game? Yeah, that is worth mentioning too. This is the first game that I think is like carbon. Carbon's zero. creating yeah. more than it's using, or something like that. Or how does free. that work? I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. Andrew, Connor, you kind of dropped this on me. I would have done my research. Connor, not sound like a jackass well, out Con- here. Connor's the environmental system. Uh, yeah, environmental Oh, Connor's guy. the expert. Connor, I mean, what do you think? <laughs> That that just must mean. I've been see, really eager to hear what you think about this. So, I yeah, mean, explain it. I have no background. Look at the camera on this specific game, but like, 
that would just mean that like hopefully they're diver- diverting trash away from landfills da 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 but like what it could ultimately mean is like Spurs and Chelsea just played a shitload of money to offset whatever carbon <laughs> is going to accumulate from Well, from he this really game. sucks the goodness they, out of they, that. They just like, "Oh, we'll donate to this so that <laughs> offset." Like this uh, two billionaire clubs <laughs> donated their money to Cuz like honestly, if, if you really had to make it's it carbon neutral, if you had to make it carbon neutral, you could like I mean, there's the trash, you have to offset that. There's like the I mean, people exhale carbon dioxide. I don't know how you'd neutralize that unless like they're planting trees somewhere. Like <laughs> I was hoping you would know you're the expert. Well, they could plant trees. I, I doubt there's any oh, sort of... they planted some trees There's no... I, on in the a, field? In an open-air stadium, I can't imagine there's any sort of like CO2 filtration system. For the first time ever, um, they will play on a field that has trees on it. It could have been, could have been all <laughs> digital tickets as opposed to like printed tickets. That makes sense. That's probably, that probably um, is like the number one thing. Like, there's stuff going on like that. Well, I mean, COVID's kind of like Changed the whole like needing a menu and needing like it. Nike's yeah. kits are now made from recycled materials. I missed touching that greasy menu that had some like little babies drool all over it from the table before. Melted they wipe it cream. down with a Lysol wipe. It's got like barbecue sauce on it. You touch it and it's wet stuff from yeah. the Lysol wipe. That's yeah. Wiped it with you it. hope that it's wet from the Lysol. Yeah, yeah. You hope you touch it. You're, and you're like, like, shit, I pray this is Lysol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now you just hover your phone up. Yep. Little QR code. God, I feel like we've kind of earned ourselves a goal in this game. We really, God damn it. There was a couple chances in the first, then you see how clinically you need to be against teams like Chelsea. This is, Werner's coming on now. I mean, like we said before, they're not going to give you anything. You really, when you get chances against them, you have to be clinical. Taking Kai off. Off comes Kai. He was quiet today. Yeah, he's pretty quiet. Yeah, I thought Alonzo has been their brightest player. He's unlucky not to have scored. Dyer had a great defensive block on his one shot. Larry saved the other one timer. He smoked. Yeah, Alonzo's looks great. He almost got a different haircut. Yeah, it's an improvement. Me and uh, Kai kind of have the same haircut. He looks sort of like. Uh, we do. You think you and you and Kai? Yeah, very similar haircut. Uh, Low bald fade. Mm-hmm. Long on top. What? Your hair's a bit darker than his, right? I'd say it's about the same. Mm. I'm colorblind, so. Oh, <laughs> oh we're, get, we're getting bodied by Timo. Could you imagine? Romero. That looks like more of his uh, Bundesliga haircut. Uh, one of you guys had 2 nothing. I did. <laughs> Sorry, Tristan. Andrew's staring down the barrel of three nice points right now. Okay. I'm eager to see the tally. I'm going to do that tonight, and obviously when we pod this week, we can, can reflect on this. Yeah. Yeah. What would I set for you, Knight? Rudiger. I said 3-1 for United. Rudiger with the shithousery, per usual. Man, he really is a hateable player, huh? <laughs> Remember the way... Man. He injured De Bruyne, right? He fucked him up in the yeah, final. He headbutted Rudiger the shit out of him. really Let's, is up oh, there. Oh, I got the United-West Ham scoreline right Did 2-1? you? Yeah. Oh, he had my team winning. In the uh, right foul. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did I have for Liverpool? 3-1. No, me. No, I, think I had Liverpool winning four nothing. That was an angry won. pick for me. Damn, fuck! I could get three nil. I like when if I think long enough about Liverpool, I get really mad. And I'm always <laughs> like, "Fuck them! They're gonna win like ten nothing." So yeah, sometimes that kind of reflects in my guess. Remember, Connor last year was predicting only against them. 
Yeah. You thought that was going to get him away. It was a superstition of mine. Yeah. Right? Relax. It was ridiculous. You guys, and then, and then you we guys fell off the face of the planet. You guys won every game. You then you started to realize, Connor, it was more about quality and the players on the field. Yeah. Actually, I I have more of Kepa's hair right now. Dude, no one cares. Look at he's flexible. He's getting his hand halfway down the. How fuck could you guys get your touch like halfway down your foot from that position? I would need a little loosen up stretch. For yeah, I probably could do it. it. There'd be one audible crack, and every bone in my body would snap <laughs> into thirty pieces. I probably could do it. Want me to try doing it right now? Yeah, try. All right. See how far. See, I'd give you five dollars if you can touch halfway down your foot from a sitting position, leaning forward. I got five dollars oh, over can there. I get the five bucks first. Well, no, I, I, yeah, it's just so that it, no, like no right. shit housery. No, that's so he. No, no, no. I'm saying so he doesn't get the five dollars. No, I, I, he won't get far. Right. See though, make sure, make sure you. How far is he? Is he halfway down, Connor? I think he's a little shy of halfway. Can you go further, Andrew? Just can you stay in? Can you stay halfway down your foot for five seconds? If you can do that, yeah, nope. that's a no go. Lost it. <laughs> Sorry, but I, I should have named the terms, but. Uh, I think Chelsea have scored again. Oh, no, they're just showing... Yo, they're... Oh, boxed water. That's another thing, dude. Boxed water. What's the As deal with that? As opposed to, like, plastic bottles? Andrew's just shit himself. That's why I has to go now. <laughs> he he, he leaned forward and he was far. like, oh, my God. I need new underwear. No, that's probably... I I saw that Spurs was drinking. I was like, Harry Kane. What's, what's the that? deal with boxed water? Well, it's just that, like, it... It's not plastic, so it's like cardboard, so that's better. Maybe that. that's it. Better for the environment. Yeah. No factor. Yeah. I saw, I saw Harry Kane drinking box water, and I was like, yo. I wonder like if that affects the, the taste of the water, you know? I don't know. I mean, coconut water comes in those little, like, Do you boxes. like coconut water? Yeah. I'm trying to get a taste for it, because yeah. I hear it's really good for you. It is very good for you. So of because of that, I try to... Prevent cramping. I used to drink it in preseason, but... I drink the Vita Cocoa. That's one that I'm more fond of. Isn't that like the only brand that people... No, there's a bunch. Dude, there's some weird ones. It's coconut water with chunks of coconut in it. Oh, that's it, gross. That'll make you gag. Ooh. At least me. Um, I like I like coconut. Yeah, I just don't like weird. coconut water, but it's I don't. I wouldn't different. like chunks of coconut in them. Nah, it's gross. But if you get uh, the mango puree, I don't know. The, Sorry, there's a... Wait, mango puree. Now you're starting to lose me. Maybe peach mango, but it, they put like it's coconut water with like a little bit of a mango peach puree in it. And mango that, lassi? That's that's <laughs> that's far more drinkable than just straight yeah. coconut water. Maybe I'll try that and wean onto it. Andrew, are you a coconut water guy? Uh, no, I never no. really drink coconut water. Yeah, I, I don't know. People really hype. Oh, safe. another crazy. People really get hyped about it. I'm just like it's just like I'd rather just drink water. I don't know. <laughs> I don't the, know. The sad thing is about this game is there's like a large amount of individual performances to pick from that were very good. I thought Larice has played very well. Uh, and Dombele honestly put in a good shift. I know he's since come off, but he looked very active and creative. Uh, Brian Gillis had a few good bursts of speed. There is a large amount of good from this, but find ourselves down 2 nothing. I don't want that to be the precedent. You know what I mean? I don't. Going in, we weren't the favorite to win this game, but I would like to see them right now set a little bit of a higher bar for themselves. Your corner marking has to be like. It's been bad. That's Tiago Corner Silva. marking's been bad. Tiago Silva on another headed ball. Luis has been really our saving grace today. This game could have been a lot more out of hand. Much more so than it is, but he's been fantastic. Oof, that's a great header. Why is Dyer not marking anyone? Or maybe he was marking Rudiger. I, t- I told you guys about how much I hate this last week, about how when people go, oh, uh, Kane deserves a better club than Spurs. Yeah, you talked about that if on Monday. If you were going to Tuesday. say that. It's it's wrong no matter what the what the context is. But if you were going to say something like that, would you not say that about Hugh Lloris, the World Cup winner? 
Yeah. Isn't that's a re, that's somebody who you go? He's somebody who deserves Premier League titles. He deserves a lot more silverware. Clearly, he's good enough to win it. He's won one of the hardest trophies any, to win. I don't think any player deserves anything. I think they work for it or they join another club. A lot of it's fortune, you know. Also, these guys get paid. Like it's not like they're just there voluntarily. Yeah, yeah. Like, they get paid like the whole idea of like money. a player deserves a trophy. Like they don't have other jobs. It's like that's why it makes that's the difference between like great teams and great players. Is like not saying that Kane isn't a great player. I'm just saying like. Players make decisions on where they want to go, where they want to be, who they want to play with, and if they think that they're going to win at the club they're at. And Kane has had more than one opportunity to leave the club before this summer. Yeah, and he had that did not he did not take that opportunity with him. Um, so I think that to say that for any player is ridiculous because players that that like discredits someone that's worked it for, is. worked for like everything they have. It is. It is, it is like, like I said, a ridiculous stance to even take, but I always hear this, everything about Harry Kane, and I'm thinking, Hugo Lloris is, like, clearly one of our only world-class players. I mean, like, for so proven long. on everything for such a long time. A captain as well. He could have played for any club he wanted to. Like, Jack like this is, Jack Grealish is a perfect example of the situation. Jack Grealish was at Villa. Say he stayed there, yeah, maybe you can say, like, he deserved better. You can say that, but like, it doesn't mean it's necessarily true. It's not true because he could have left and done something else, and he did leave. He went to City. So if he wins the trophy with City, then he got what he des- he got what he deserved. He he made the decision to leave the club, and he won a tro- He wins a trophy, and he that's it. It's not like he stays at Villa and like oh no, like he gets paid at Villa. He got, oh, was no. the highest Christ. paid player. Oh, oh my god. god, it was Timo. <laughs> that, was hor- <laughs> that was a horrible touch, Timo. But you know what I mean? Like you look at Jack Grealish, you look at Villa. He knew he was not going to win anything there. So he made the decision, and he went to City, and he has the opportunity to win something, and that's yeah. that. Like he it, didn't, he, he already has, right? Technically, no. didn't he win? Oh no, they lost that game. The community they shield? lost the yeah against Leicester. I mean, that's not like so he's zero for one and cup final. <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> but you know that that's but what, I know what you mean. That's what the whole like yeah, that's a very good example. That's the whole argument of like mm-hmm. does a player deserve anything? No, they get paid a bunch of a bunch of money, and they. Play, it depends on who's looking at it. They, they play the sport they love, and that's it. Some some people would emphasize trophies a lot. Some players would emphasize... Like, to some people, being a one-club man, club legend, is a lot more important than winning, right. like, a lot of trophies. You know, everybody looks at it differently. So. Even Gerrard's an example. Mm-hmm. He could have went to Chelsea with Mourinho. But does he deserve more? No. He stayed at Liverpool, and he got what he got. Yeah. And that's it. And he won it. And, and he's he a club legend. You know? He's a club legend. He's won the Champions League. He's been... Um, He's just had like great. He's world had great class. moments, world class moments. Like he's a world class midfielder, and that's it. Yeah. That's what he got. And if he left, maybe he would have not had that. He probably would have. He probably wouldn't have, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, we just look like we have entirely too much to deal with right now. <laughs> Still scrappy at the back, but it's just it's chances like these. Yo, so I was thinking about like Timo Warner, and like you've all we've all, we're all athletes, and we've all played sports, and like you think about like when a player comes in, like you're. It, it's question marks around your position. And it's like, he must feel so, um, I don't know, like disinterested in the sport when like, he's like, I'm definitely not playing anymore as much as I used to. I'm definitely like out of the, I'm definitely not the favorite. Like he was bought, <laughs> yeah. as, he was bought as like the guy. And then now he's not, I mean, to, it's, it's mentally, that's, mentally, that's really hard to like come back from. There's no way to, to, ex- to know what to it's expect when challenge. you make a move like that. I'm sure he, this, I mean, obviously this is not at all what he envisioned his career. Turning exactly. Into. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. What I'm wondering for him and, and I'll just, we'll, I'll keep saying it about players going through mental obstacles. I mean, he had a, a terrible season last season. And that was probably really tough for him to come back from. He probably went into this season with higher hopes, thinking I got a fresh start, tougher once they sign Lukaku, but he still finds time. 
the misses are still there. They're still occurring yeah. at a really high rate. And that's when it's like, no, this isn't, I don't know. This isn't a temporary drop in form. Is this just the player that I'm turning into? And I don't think that's necessarily true, but it's hard not to, you know, be him. And I feel, I honestly feel bad for him. Cause it's like, he's probably thinking like, this like why would anyone said. wish this upon a player? You know, yeah. there's yeah. no, that's not necessary. It's also hard. Cause it's like, you look at him and you're like, like, obviously the one thing he needs to work on is just finishing and like, is it a case of like where he like gets disinterested, isn't the favored man anymore, and he just like is like, oh damn, yeah. Or is it like, like I'm I'm not the favored man anymore, and like I'm gonna work at this in training, and like I don't know, like really try to get better. At this. Oh my god, this is like a FIFA moment. <laughs> yeah, continue. Sorry, you know what I mean. So yeah. like, I'm, I'm wondering if he's like a player that like lays down a little bit more when the pressure's on. Yeah, it's like really tough mentally, but like you think that like the only like he'd be doing everything with his coaching staff to be like, I need to get in better finishing. The touch, like, the touches are awful. Yeah. Touches like that. I mean, he's far, far. It's not he's, like he's banging the posts or just missing corners and it's a little rustiness. He looks so panicked and terrified to have the ball every time that he has the ball now. Yeah, and I mean, there is a confidence level to it, but I think it almost just looks like, like there's confidence and like when it's confidence, like, like he should have chipped that ball. Like he should have put some lift under it. I don't know, like... When there's an aspect of confidence, it's like he does come back from it, but this almost looks like it's just lack of skill that he doesn't have to fall back. Also, on. like you also like, but you know he has Chip, the ability. Like, he has the ability. <laughs> That's the thing about players. Like players, like they're, they're I, good, but they just can't. Like, I doubt his ability a little bit less, just because he only did it for one season. His goal tally was high for one season. Yeah, you know I mean? he had we, that season. He was on the come up before that season, and then he really took off. Yeah, I mean, maybe the bar was set a little bit too high for him in terms of his expectations. But certainly, again, as as a Chelsea fan or any, anybody who supported the signing, did not expect that. I mean, he yeah. he was all he came coming into the league, and I was obviously somebody who said this. I, I thought he was going to score close to twenty goals. He was going to be in the Golden Boot race. He fit right in at Chelsea. He was the gunner up top that they needed, but. Things clearly worked out for them. Okay, they won a Champions League, but and signed Lukaku. Yeah, signed Lukaku, <laughs> and had Giroud, who scored a lot of goals last year, a lot mm-hmm. of important goals last Giroux year. Giroud was a fine striker to have. Uh, Lloris is down. Oh no, not our best player. Did you guys see that quote I sent about Phil Jones? Yeah, I like the ending of that quote because mm-hmm. although, although he's gotten shit, it it honestly like that's the whole mental th- health thing that we talked about, like. He worked. He said, "I worked everything I could to get back to full fitness, and it's still not working out in my favor, and like it affected his personal life." And then he's like, "Now I can sit. Like I'll still like sit comfortably post career, post my like football career, knowing he did what he could. knowing what he did what I could while like keyboard people like sit in their mom's basement eating like Cheetos or like, yeah. <laughs> the way he put it, it was like perfect. from like burner accounts. Yeah. He's right and." Like, okay, so he wore a, a big jersey for a long time. It's a big badge. Yeah. And won a lot too. Every every boy who goes through the academy eventually makes the first team. It's like dream comes true for them, you know. They they never thought they'd get to this point, but they worked hard and they're skilled and talented. And I think then they immediately are like, Wait, I need to be the best to ever do it in the United kit, you know? Like I just think your your legacy all too often obviously depends on your performance on the field and he had maybe a few more tough ones than great ones but he still put in good shifts he's got a beautiful family he's put together a great career for himself he didn't sleep with his 
his brother's <laughs> wife like Ryan Giggs did. He's not a dirtbag piece of shit like a lot of other players are. It's like I just think there's a lot more to be proud of that never gets mentioned. And like yeah. I'm the type of person who I, I read that quote from Phil Jones and I'm like, dude, you have like a, a wonderful family you provide for and like beautiful wife. You had a great career you can look back on. Like, yeah, you you fought through a lot of injuries. Maybe your your career didn't pan out and you weren't as high level as you want it to be, but you got nothing to be ashamed of. Like I don't. You play for the greatest club, yeah. one of the biggest clubs in the world, yeah, the biggest no club doubt. in England, and then one Premier League title, one two. Some Premier people's League bodies just aren't built to take the beating. That he also it, had like great. He had had like he had great performances in the United kit. Like there is a string of games where like people were like calling him for the England squad because he was playing so well. And, and he's like, been a punching bag. It may have been premature. Fans, it but, may have been premature at the, at the time, but like the performances like had an impact on fans enough to like say that. But right. I don't think he was. England quality to be number one, but like he, there was talent, there was skill there, there was ability there, and it's unfortunate because like I liked Phil Jones at one point a lot. I was like, this guy, like he's just a grafter. He's just fucking, he's a brute. Like, he's maybe, a big dude. Maybe it's because there's a there's a lot of other players now who you see just their their off field lives, and it's it's not part of their game, and it's they, they leave that off the field and everything, which is professional, but you still see some of them just don't seem like they're that great dudes, getting into the trouble with the law a lot, breaking quarantine, getting just being idiots and, and not making good professional decisions, so when yeah. somebody is the opposite of that, it's like, I don't think that's that's it worth saying nothing. Praised, yeah. yeah. Unless you're out there, like, doing Right. Like, unless you're the guy. Unless you're unless Marcus you're the main Raff, yeah. Right. That's, like, donating more than he earns. Yeah. <laughs> that's what the good guys have to do to get recognized for just... Yeah. Oh, my like, God, the, the picture of Lingard passing that ball to the young boys player, and he was like... Rashford was hurt, so he knew he had to step up and feed the young boys. <laughs> oh, my God. Is that a meme? So, so funny. <laughs> I was like, good I'm, work. Internet. I'm so happy that Jesse scored today, just because that was happened. a belter. That boy. was a great goal against his club of last season. It's crazy that he's like. It's moments like that where we've we've said how shitty that rule is of like a, a homegrown player, player on loan. There are no bets off. If you're on one team, you get to play against. Yeah, it's a shame yeah. that that team plays. You know, no, no, no yeah, fans are. It's really weird how that's a, a lot thing. of great moments are. I think. Uh, squandered because of because of that imagine him imagine him scoring last season against he would have right yeah, he, he would have got a goal 100 yeah. percent. he would have had it oh boy Oof. hugo has time and time again come up today i mean yeah he's, i thought he's been great today pretty I mean, dead on the keeper but that that first goal was oh, god willing header. they don't score another goal we'll lose this game two nothing we haven't looked awful but dude, i mean chelsea are just much much better rudiger whipped that ball in dude up there yeah, I mean, there's quality top to bottom. I mean, really eager to see after match week 10 what the table looks like. I don't know, a little bit of food for thought. Do you guys think after 10 match weeks that the top four will be what we thought it was going to be? Or do you think there'll be any other teams up there? I think it changed a lot last year, but that last year was an interesting season because of like COVID and stuff like that. So I don't think it's going to set the Premier League table in stone because I'm pretty sure 10 games in United was out of the top four and they finished second. Well, it's teams like Spurs that have sort of ruined that now because they, while they were probably never good enough to finish in the top four last season, they still were first in December. Yeah. And there's no team right outside the top four that's flying really high. That's still going to come yeah. back down to earth. They kind of already had that moment last I week. I think so. this is the season where no team takes carries it away. And the top four is just bananas. Yeah. I think it's going to be banana. So. I think it's going to be banana. Because I you, do and I don't because I want to go gray. But because geez. you could like City obviously were like shaky in the beginning of last season, 
Again, a city to me are the least convincing of the the big four. But they right were now. last season too, so that's the weird part about it. But also, they didn't have, they don't have a number nine right now, so it's a little bit different. But and also Chelsea and I would even say Liverpool didn't. Look I don't as think good as they do I right don't now, think Chelsea's so. gonna like. I don't see Liverpool a, look unstoppable. I don't see any team running. I don't see Liverpool running away with it. I think injuries are gonna pop up. Injuries pop up all season for every team, and I just think like every team's in a position to. There's there's so much talent at each club. That if something like it, there's enough for stuff to go wrong though, like there is, and I think yeah. it's going to happen at every club. We're not even to the holiday period yet. This I winter period is going to be. I think a good thing for Chelsea is they're getting a couple big games. Like, dude, they've got Liverpool under their belt. They, did they play Arsenal? Yeah, Chelsea have played Arsenal. Arsenal, they play Spurs and they play City next week. So come winter time, we made the schedule, <laughs> and that's a win, a draw, and a win. By the way, yeah. those three games and you like, said. Coming like winter and like multiple games a week, whatever they're gonna have, Ugh. they're gonna have those bottom of the half teams that like they're more. It's a holiday like, period of like of like Norwich, right. Newcastle, Brentford. They can. You're feel, like, damn. Well, if we get through Brentford, we're in the clear. <laughs> they can field a B team or half a B team and not have to worry like that. That that's gonna be something that plays a factor in a tight title race. Yeah, it's gonna well. Be, it's gonna be crazy. I know Trish is looking forward to that Christmas episode. Yeah, I am. I'm, 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 it's still in planning. I still, again, I'm still toying with uh, ideas of format, and Michael Davis is going to need to be a big part of that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be great. And the best part is I don't have to watch this shit the whole time. So, <laughs> No, but again, I, I mean, I hate that this is like the, the bar that's been set. Yeah, you and me both, Nuno. But uh, <laughs> they, they looked okay today. They looked as good as you can look losing two nothing. It just I don't we think, we needed I don't, to poke those chances in. I don't think Spurs. I think yeah. I think Spurs played like as best as like you said as best they could. The only player that let me down a little bit was probably Harry Kane. Kane. Like I would make no changes to this lineup. The problem. If that's what the problem with Kane, the difference between Kane this season and last season is his involvement. Like you don't see like he's a drop back. I mean, maybe it's a system that he's in now with Nuno, but like. There's less involvement of him trying to get on the ball and create something because that's what he was. He was effective last season with that with Mourinho. So I don't understand why Nuno's shot. He, if Nuno knows Kane's game, he knows like Kane's effective in dropping in and playing balls through to, to Brian Gill to him and Son to whoever's on the wing. Balling it right now, whoever's on the wing, he has the ability to play them through. So it's weird that he's not trying to utilize that skill. Um, but I don't know. I think I think spurs i think it was a tale of two halves for me i think spurs if they had carried the um like influence that they had in the first half through the second half i would and even we're down two nil it'd be more Mm. um like more to walk away from obviously they still played a pretty decent match but i think in the second half like you can't credit to them like you could in the first half so i think that they're like to play the full 90 is something that you have to do and i think they fell off Fair enough. Those are, all, those are all good points from all three of us. Oh, and it gets oh worse. boy. Oh, boy. I say if you go, yeah. You go doing the right thing. Yeah. That, was pretty, that was pretty piss poor on Kovac. Yeah, he had a lot of options <laughs> yeah, there. Not take it immediately and then not square it. Yeah. There's that Lukaku like, this move you make that works so well. This is where you make, that's where you should have made it. Either hit it or play it square to Lukaku. He's like, it. you know who I'm not yeah. finding is number 11, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I refuse to play the Timo Warner. He's like, I'm looking up. I see nine options, and that's it. Is Kovacic Croatian? Yeah, yes. He He's a player that's hitting a. Uh, oh a, God! A new Enough level. with the Alonzo corners, please. A new level of form this oh, season. Another 
Oh, that's not as nice of a ball. Oh, the last few he's tried, I think he's tried to really go to have like a, a fadeaway back of the net goal. Oh, boy. Oh, Son no. of a bitch. And he gets an assist. And he gets an assist. No! Why is Rudiger playing that? Wow. I mean, I know right it's now. off a corner, but like Timo picked his head up and picked Rudiger out. That's, top the, like, that's a good spot. That's a, that's a good play. Look at this look at the celebration. What the fuck is that shit, dude? Do you see know. that dance? Dude, that is, Speaking of players that are not professional off of a pitch. It's like he's humping some girl like, or something. Course, he's like humping of, something. Of course Rudiger gets a goal. Oh, my goodness. Oh, come on, guys. Yeah, that one hurts. See how many white jerseys that goes through. Nobody picks him up. Look, look, look. He gets he out. He, run. he gets out, though. Mm. He gets... Who is that? Regulon. That's Regulon. So, yeah. yeah. Okay, so we go from 3-0 and in first with a goal differential of plus three, which isn't that good after after 3-0. and In one game, it gets undone by Palace. So now we're 3-1, and goal differential zero. Now we're going to be three and two. Goal differential negative three. We need to start finding the back of the net, and he didn't really do anything to help that today. Again, I'm, I'm not like going to start going. Oh, he's not in our club anymore. Sit him. Oh, but man. like, I mean, uh, he had what one shot? Even in his years when he was invested, we still had issues like this where he just was not. I get it. Sometimes the striker's hard to get him involved, especially if your team's getting walloped like Spurs are right now. But I mean, yeah, you've had nothing really going forward in the second half. No. At all? No, I say we... Uh, and you've been way easier to unlock defensively. The structure. It like, just after, after the second goal, the, like yeah. in the middle of my rant of saying, hey, we're down one, but we're still in there, guys. Oh, wait, they just scored. You know, I, I, before that, it was still, it was manageable, but at two nothing down. To take. And this team just really just, they, they tire you out, don't they? One with their quality, how every, every, every pass is from one world-class player to another. Right. But really, it's the quality and how technical they are with everything. It's hard to say right now because they're putting on a master class against my team, but you really have got to hand it to Tuchel and everybody else that's on the field right now. So Lukaku's hold-up play has been instrumental. Really, really good. Is that a pen? Oliver Skip getting, uh, getting feisty. Look, I think regardless of Spurs' result today, I think... Oh, wow, that's... Nuno... Nuno it's like the Etihad. <laughs> yeah. Like... There's no reason to jump to the conclusions on Nuno's future and Spurs' future as a club because, like, Nuno is only, what, five games in right now? So it's like, if this guy gets a full season under his belt and gets next next season with a full window, well, he had a full window this summer, but still, like, a full season understanding his players, who he has to work with, who he doesn't have to work with, and then opportunities to go for, then, like, you have... Like there's a lot to look forward to. I think it's still in my opinion because there's no one because like you didn't bring Nuno in to be like instant impact. You brought Nuno in to like build something different. I might I think that's why Spurs brought him in. Look, it's like the Champions League spots, top four spots get dangled in front of my face like I'm a fucking kitten. But when I really think about it, a realistic goal is five or six, and we're not that far from being five or six right now. You know, get a get a Europa League spot, get get one step better of of the of whatever the conference shit they're doing right now. You one step better qualify for Europa. It's still not ideal, but like there's there, there are attainable goals, you know, out of, out of this shit. So guys, thanks for joining us. Thank you for joining the Hallers podcast, Twitch live stream, Chelsea Spurs. We appreciate you. We love you. We'll see you very, very soon. Follow the Hallers podcast on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube. We're there. Check our link tree out in our bio and we'll see you very, very soon. Cheers. 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 Thank you.